0: Are we live? It looks like we're live. Let me know in the live stream chat if you can hear me. Boy, have we got a show for you today. But as always, we don't start the show until we get some confirmation that the audio is coming through clearly. So let me know, folks. Is my voice coming through about the same level, give or take, as this video, for example, right. so you can hear that my voice should be about the same level. So you should be hearing the sixty minutes. One prize, hand. President Clinton will not take with him when he leaves office in January. All right, so that's YouTube, which should come through about the same level as my voice. Let's try again.
1: His peace between the Israelis and the Palestinians. He tried, but it just didn't work out.
0: And I can't stress this enough, folks how important it is that you act as my unofficial group producer and you make sure I get this audio balance correct. Because otherwise, it makes editing this to release as an MP3 tomorrow much more difficult. But if I get the audio correct now, then all I have to do is basically just rip this to MP3, add some metadata, and then upload it as an MP3 tomorrow. Because as you guys know, for the Late Night Truth Lounge, I like to do that. I do a live stream where I read out your comments, go through a bunch of topics, and then uh, and then, what I do is I take that presentation and turn it into an MP3 so people can listen to us as a podcast from uh, the next day forward. That's what I like to do here at the Late Night Truth Lounge. And, oh boy, have I got a show for you today, folks. Let me give you an idea of where this one is likely to go in terms of topics. We're going to talk about this uh, Pallywood, which probably you haven't really heard much about it until recently, if at all. But it turns out that there were people discussing media fakery the best part of 20 years ago it there's no point in me getting to it right now we'll talk about it later but it's full-on what i've discovered uh, we'll talk about that and then you've heard of this mr beast guy you know this um super popular youtuber i think he's like the most popular youtuber at the moment or well, one of the most popular ones does this guy actually exist is he a real person i don't mean is in is there a guy whose name is literally mr beast and he just walks around his neighborhood and people are like oh hey mr beast and like i'm not saying is there a person uh with legal name i'm saying is there a person or is he entirely a fictional ai construct i know that sounds like a very strange question to ask but i heard people talking about this a couple of days ago and i thought to myself you know what i would guess that mr beast probably is a real person however given that we know how far ai technology has come even for consumer level um outlets you know like consumer level access today who knows what was available to other people five ten years ago how do i know that this mr beast guy actually does exist again i i would guess he probably does but it got me thinking how far has the ai gone the ai you know the deep fake stuff gone and is it possible they're deepfaking us already? Because if they're not, like let's just say that Mr. Beast is a real person, which I suspect is the case. Let's say that all the big YouTubers right now are real people. Okay, fine. But at some point, there will be deep fake people on YouTube or on TikTok or whatever. Like at some point that will happen. So how do we know it hasn't already happened? We'll talk about that. What else have I got on my little rundown here? I've got a whole bunch of stuff on my rundown. What else have I got here? Hmm, hold on. Oh, yes, Uh, I've got this thing from the New York Post talking about AI. There was a third topic. What was it? Let me just check my notes here. All right, ah, it says here on my notes I meant to talk about birth trauma, ultrasound, cesarean section, and routine male sexual mutilation. Who put that on the list? Who the hell put, why would I want to talk about that? Who put that on the list? Give me a second here, guys. I'm gonna, I'm gonna call my uh, CIA handler and just make sure I'm meant to talk about this publicly. Give me a second. Hold on. Just let so me enter this one-time use phone number. Okay. All right. Give me a second. Hold on. Mm-hmm. 055 Fidelia. yeah Jenkins, listen man, it says on the rundown here I meant to talk about birth trauma on a live public stream, which I, I don't think I meant to do that. Was that meant to be on the on the rundown? Yeah, since when though Yeah, but what's the point? I don't need to hear that? Yeah, well, that wasn't the agreement. Yeah, how much extra? Hmm, that is a lot of H&B. Is that just for this month or going forward? All right, I'll do it. But this is, this is, it's your ass on the line, man. Yeah, all right, whatever. Okay, cheers, man. All right, apparently we are talking about that. Okay, whatever. I Guys, I just, I just do what they tell me to do. All right, so we'll talk about some birth trauma, but I don't know why. It's not, it's not a fun topic. Okay, so let me go and check. Let's see if we are live. Guys, can you hear me? Am I coming through live? Let's have a look here. It says we've got 20 people watching live. Leo Biddle says, Loud and clear. Dave J says, We can hear you fine. Crash says, Hello John. Hello to you as well. YouTube says he you can hear it. Clockwork 113 says, It's all good. All right. So guys, but if there is any problems with the audio, you have to let me know because I've got no way of, I can't listen to this as I'm speaking. And the people who give me the rundown, that's all they give me. They don't give me a producer. I've been saying to them for years. Just... If we're gonna do this, give me a freaking producer. They refuse to do it. All right, let's see. So, oh, before we get to any of that though, guys, look at this. I found this cute video. For those of you who listen to the MP3, I'll describe to you what's on the screen for the live stream. This is what I think is a deer. It's a beautiful moment when a deer mother watches over her baby playing in the pool. Check this out, guys. This is really cute. Look at this. There is a, someone has left out an inflatable uh, children's pool. A really small one, like ones for for little baby, like for infant, like for toddlers, I guess. But there's no humans there. There's a deer, like a big deer, watching a little baby deer frolic in the water. This is so cute, man. Look at this baby frolic, this little baby deer frolicking in the water. Oh, that is so cute. Look at that. <laughs> Adorable all righty so this is a late night truth lounge this is episode number three i think although i messed up the numbering because the first episode was episode zero and i did an episode one that became double zero or number two so i don't know what I, this could be this is the third episode but the official number who knows but it is october 23 we've just ticked over into the uh early hours of monday morning october 23 2023 and I'm John LeBond coming to you for another Late Night Truth Lounge. Yeah, yeah, boy, this is the show where we talk about all kinds of topics, apparently even really dark topics. I don't know why we would do that, but apparently that's what we're doing. And I read out your comments, I play your voicemails, I respond to you, you respond to me. It's like an interactive thing for the live audience. And then if you listen on delay, it's uh, just a show for you to listen to and hopefully you'll enjoy it. And uh, that's, that's pretty much what we do here on the Late Night Truth Lounge. Yeah, yeah, boy. So let me read a few of the live stream comments. Let's take a look here. What are people saying? I really should do this show like at 8pm so I can talk louder and be more energetic and whatever because at this time of night I've got neighbours and I bother them. When I talk quietly I lose my energy, don't I? But I'll do my best, folks, to be nice and energetic and perky. Let's go and see. What are people talking about? All right. So Dave J says that he's rolling up a jaybird and he wants to enjoy the show. Well, that's that's great to hear. Uh, Crazy Uncle Dave J. Dirty Benny says, greetings, JLB. Greetings to you as well. Leo Biddle. Here we go. This is interesting. How do I scroll down here? Too many comments already. Leo Biddle says, JLB, I wondered, since you are open to ultrasound damaging babies, what are your thoughts on why several respectable thinkers are so confident that vaccines don't hurt kids? Who? Who are these people? Who are the people saying that vaccines don't hurt kids? I'd love to know who these people are. Now, my theory... when Are we allowed to talk about this on YouTube these days? I guess we'll find out. Maybe they'll cut me off on this stream halfway through. Or maybe they'll remove this this whole stream before I get a chance to download it. Now, that'd be a real pain in the uh, P-I-T-A, as they say. But tell uh, you, the whole uh, Jibby Jab thing... Yeah, look, anyone injecting chemicals into their baby, that's bad news. Even if the injections are just saline solution, you still shouldn't be injecting them into a baby. And if they're not saline solution, if there are any active components in there, the idea of injecting that into a baby, to me, is... It's just, uh, man, we live in a... This world, man, I tell you what. Oh, but it's just it was just a vitamin K yeah I don't care what vitamin why are you injecting babies? it's but the thing is I try and remember 10 years ago I didn't see a problem with that so I shouldn't sit here in judgement of the people who do this to their own children I shouldn't I shouldn't judge them I should not judge them or should I? Yeah, so anyway, let to answer your question, man, I th- let me see if I can work through your question with you. If if I think that ultrasounds damage babies, I think what you're suggesting is I would also believe that vaccines damage babies. I don't know if they do. I don't know if they do. My guess would be that at least some of them do, but I don't know. I also have zero evidence that any of these injections help the baby in any way. So with that being the case, the sensible thing to do is just not inject them period if a, if a grown adult wants to inject themselves I say let them go nuts let them inject themselves it's fentanyl for all I care it makes no difference to me but injecting babies someone you would think somebody would step in and say guys no more no more injecting babies this is sick this is a sickness oh but the the injections help yeah and a lot of people think injecting themselves with all kinds of shit is helping them yeah does, I don't care it's it's ridiculous, man. So, I don't know if that answers your question, uh, Leo. If it doesn't, feel free to jump into the uh, Discord. I'm in there right now. Anyone who's on that Discord can jump in and you can chat with me live on the air. Anyone who is on that Discord is welcome to come and join me live on the air right now. But if you do that, just bear in mind that we are live on the air, so I can't, like, uh, we can't do any prep work. And, like, as soon as you start talking, you are live to an audience of 25 people right now, live around the world, and hundreds of people who will listen to this on delay. So if you come and join me live, just remember, we're live right out of the gate. Okay, what else have we got here? Lots of people in the live stream chat. Franny Dimitri is there, that's a cool avatar that you've got. Very nice. Who else have we got? Dharma Queen says, good evening, JLB. Good evening to you as well. Benton says that the controllers love and care about us. Well, that's what I used to believe as well. And I know that you're being facetious, you're, you're making a mockery, you're joking about the, uh, the masses who believe that the controllers love and care about us. Man, I used to think that as well. When I finished high school, and I did very well academically, man, I thought I was so smart and I knew this all of this important information that a few generations ago people didn't know. But we're lucky thanks to science and thanks to historians and thanks to these very special people. I was filled after 13 years of school with all of this special knowledge and I'm so smart because the government loves me and wants me to be smart and they provide education so that people like me can be smart, you know. So it was a little bit, uh, you know, well, it it was very ego-destroying, very humbling to realise that I was a... Complete moron. I actually believe that I was made of these tiny invisible things that no one can see. And my body is 99.7% empty space. But there's all these protons and neutrons in. There's these electron shells and the electrons are flying around at breakneck speed. And so it seems like I'm physical matter. It seems like I'm solid. But really I'm not. I am empty space that just seems like it's solid due to the wonders of quantum mechanics or some bullshit like this to realise that that was all crap and all these exams that I studied for and did well on. That was all bull crap. Man, that was a humbling, humbling thing. Hey, <sighs> oh well. now, What can you do? Von Goh says, anything new with conspiracies? I've been way out of the loop. I've been living the normal life. Well, Von Goh, some would say that you've been doing it the right way. Why would you want to spend your time on these alternative theories? What's the benefit? Now, if you find it amusing or entertaining, fair enough. We all need entertainment and amusement. But if we're trying to tell ourselves that it's somehow beneficial in a tangible way, okay, what tangible benefits? Because I can tell you some tangible benefits from being a normie. For instance, a normie job. Making normie cash. Going to normie parties. Having normie conversations. Impressing normie people. Maybe impressing some normie women. Talking about normie TV shows and Netflix and... Political talking points, I don't know. Lots of benefits to being a normie, folks. Lots of benefits. Oh, yes. From what I can remember, anyway, that was a long time ago for me. A long time ago.
1: All right.
0: I'll tell you the truth, man. I try to fit in with the normies, and I think, for the most part, I do a good job, except for the last couple of years, I haven't shaved my beard or had a haircut. And I don't put much effort into dressing to dressing uh, the part I look like a hobo, I'll be honest with you. I look like a hobo. I do, I straight up look like a hobo. I'd go on camera right now and show you, but my webcam is broken. So for next week's episode, before next week, I'm gonna try and buy a new webcam. That's what I'm gonna try and do. But I think I said that last time. And I just never did it. Not because I can't buy a webcam. There's lots of electronic stores around here. Not because I can't afford a webcam. How much do they cost? 30 bucks, 50 bucks? Give me a break. Just pure laziness. I bought a blender like two weeks ago. I'm like, okay, from now on, I'm going to start blending like I used to do. I'm going to start blending juices. I'm going to start buying lots of uh, different fruits and vegetables and blending them and uh, trying to be a bit more healthy. So I bought this blender. It's a nice blender. It's just sitting there. It hasn't done a single thing for two weeks. Not because I don't want to, just because I am. Maybe lazy is not the right word. Maybe it's better or worse than that. I don't know what it is, man. I kind of feel like I'm... I don't know. It's hard to describe. So guys, I'm going to try and get myself a webcam for next week. And I'll go on camera. You can see I look like a hobo. Yeah, yeah, boy. Fanny Dimitri says, Keep your stinking needles away from my baby. Gigi Abilene says, As a mum, I'm sorry that I believed. Well, Gigi, I think we've... I think it was you. Maybe somebody else in the live stream chat some months ago. So if it, if it wasn't you, I apologize for misremembering. But it was somebody who said something along those lines. And my point was... If you didn't know better, you didn't know better. So what's the point of uh, hating yourself or feeling any kind of resentment towards yourself or not knowing? It doesn't really achieve anything. So like, I know this is easy for me to say because I'm not a parent, but if I were a parent and I had a baby who I had put through the medical industrial complex, the birth trauma complex, and the baby was damaged as a result, but I didn't know any better at the time, I would like to think that after going through the initial grieving process, the initial self-hatred process, I would realize there's no point uh, going down that path because it doesn't help and I didn't know any better. And from this point forward, I'm gonna try and be a better parent, be a better person, knowing what I know now. I would like to think that. But then again, maybe I would never be able to uh, forgive myself for, uh, I don't know guys. Like I said, it's easy for me to speak because I'm not in that situation. It's easy for me to speak. What do I know? All righty. Uh, Von Go says, $30 the cost of a dinner, not bad. Do you mean uh, for a webcam? Well, I, here's the thing. I, there's a ca- I've got a couple of cafes that I like to cite. Like some days I'll go to one cafe, sometimes I'll go to the other. And I went to the one that was near an, electro- an electronic store maybe uh, four or five days ago. And so I popped into the electronics store to see what are their prices for a new uh, keypad because I needed a new keypad and for a webcam. And they were selling webcam for 70 lever, which is like in my dollars about 60, in your dollars, in American dollars about, I don't know, 40. And I was like, that seems a little bit excessive. Surely you can get cheaper, sheer webcams in there. So I didn't get the webcam, but I did get the new keyboard and even that is still sitting in its box. I'm still using the old keyboard, even though I don't like it. It's right there in front of me. Why am I not opening that keyboard and, and using it? That's what I bought it for. I don't know what's wrong with me, folks. I've, I'm off in my own little world. righty. what else have we got here? Leo Biddle says, that's weird, the visible stream doesn't match the chat stream perfectly. Some of the comments are missing or censored. Algorithm doesn't want us talking. Well, the one that I've got on the screen, let me zoom in there. Let me zoom in. The one I've got on the screen is my uh, Firefox version, but I also have because I don't right? use Firefox. I've also got the um, the Google Chrome one, which is the one I'm logged in for. So now I'm just looking through that. The comments seem the same to me, man. But um, but if you if you know otherwise, please let me know. That's very interesting. Alrighty, hold on, I've got a little message here. Ah, interesting, okay, so where was I?
1: Oh yes.
0: So if you're just joining us late folks, today we're gonna talk about, this is the JohnLeBond.com website which you guys have all heard of. We're gonna talk about this cute deer. Look at this, guys. It's a cute baby deer playing in a baby's pool. Look at this. That is so adorable. The mother deer is just standing there watching the baby frolic in the water. So it's easy for us to, kind of like anthropomorphize this footage. It's like, oh, that's the same as a human mother, watching her baby frolic in the water. And, and realistically, that's what it is. Like that, that's what it looks like to me. It looks like the the mother deer. Fully understands that this pool is for kids to play in. So she's taken her kid, to play in the pool. That's very interesting, man. Yeah. Anyway, let's play. This is very interesting. Lewis that is so cute Oh man that deer is having so much fun do you think when the the mother deer says okay time to go the baby deer is like no I want to stay and play and then you know starts crying and okay five more minutes yay that is adorable okay so late night truth lounge yes indeed we didn't have a show last week because last week I was not home I was out doing other things so I for those of you who were like waiting for the show to start or what in fairness I didn't actually say there was going to be a show last week I didn't do any advertisements or anything for it like that so but uh, for those of you who were hanging on waiting for the latest Late Night Truth Lounge I do apologise we weren't here last week we might not be here next week folks and I mean that in both a literal and a figurative sense yes indeed we're going to talk about Pallywood oh yes now I'm looking forward to, now that's a topic I am looking forward to talking about because this has just blown me away. Goodness gracious me. We're going to talk about Mr. Beast. Now check this guy out. Here's his latest video. I haven't seen, in fact, I haven't seen any of this guy's videos. I'm about to watch a Mr. Beast video for the first time.
2: This is a $100 million
0: mega mansion. And it's possibly the most luxurious. Actually, no, I have seen one. I saw a video of this guy smashing cars or something. Yeah, I, I have seen this guy before but I haven't seen much of him. Let's watch more of this. house ever built by mankind, and we're going to be comparing living in this house to living in this... Did he just have... Um, is that the guy from NSYNC? What's his name? You know, the one who sang that? You know that, my love, my love. Man, I'm not going to sing. I can't sing. And even if I could sing, I don't know the words of that song. It'd be pointless. Let me. Oh, you know that time? Um, I want to rock your body. Please stay. You know that song? I think that's, um, Justin Timberlake. Is that Justin Timberlake? I think that's Justin Timberlake. ...living in this house... Yeah, it is. ...living in this 69 million dollar art house that's built to withstand a literal tsunami. I've noticed this has only been going for 17 seconds. There is so much post-production done on this guy's video. So much CGI overlays and what have you. Like, um, special effects and stuff. 30 dollar palace... ...and sound effects. ...with its very own water park... ...and... This is a proper production.
2: Everything in between, all the way down to this one dollar, barely functioning house. More of a shed.
0: So there are people who believe that this guy doesn't actually exist, that he's an entirely CGI creation.
2: Well, it's only a dollar. Why does this house cost a dollar? Yeah, we get another storm. It's probably going to go into the water. Uh So it's worth a dollar for me just to get rid of it. So you would say this is a...
0: I'm going to be straight up with you guys. I suspect this is a real person. However, in fact, I'm pretty confident about that. However, I also do understand. Well, no, I shouldn't say understand. I'm starting to understand just how far this AI deepfake technology has come. Because I was sleeping on AI. You know how like a year or so ago, there was that chat GPT thing that just took over the internet and took over mainstream media and oh my God, chat GPT and all this crap. I was sleeping on it. I was like, yeah, whatever, this is another load of nonsense, a load of hype. It's bullcrap. crap. I think I was wrong, folks. I think I think this AI thing and this deep fake technology, I've discovered a few things over the last period of time that have made me realise, hmm. I was sleeping on this. This is this is a big deal. This is the real deal. So So yeah, they could they could fake this guy if they wanted to. But I've got Literally zero evidence that that's what they're doing. But I have plenty of evidence that real YouTubers do exist. I happen to be one. Now, in fairness, I'm not I'm not within 10 levels of this guy. I have, what, 4,000 subscribers. He has 200 million. <laughs> My videos get 500 to 1,000 views. This one has 100 million views. Now, you can come back and say, oh, but JLB, those numbers are all fake. Yeah, they could be, but... I've heard of other people talking about this guy, and so have you. So it's fair to infer that this guy does have some fame, some clout. Certainly, orders of magnitude more than me. How many orders of magnitude more than me? 400. So 4,000, 40,000, 400,000, 4 million, 40 million. At least five orders of magnitude uh, bigger platform than me. So I'm not trying to compare me to this Mr. Beast guy, but YouTubers are real. We know that. And and so when you're given a decision, this guy on my screen, having never met him, and with no other evidence to go by, would I guess that he's a real person? Or would I guess that he's an AI creation? I would guess that he's real. That's what I would guess. What would you guess? Let me know in the comments section. In the live stream chat, I will read out your comments. What do you think? Have you heard this theory that Mr. Beast is an AI uh, character? Have you heard that before? Because here's the thing, I think he's a real dude, probably. But I couldn't prove it. So if you think he's not real, I'm not going to try and change your mind. Because how the hell would I know? You could be right, I could be wrong. If I found out somehow, objectively, that this guy... Horrible investment for me. Yes, indeed. Let's do it. Alright, if I found out this guy actually was an AI creation, this was all completely stagecraft, I wouldn't be like, oh my god, I'm shocked. How could they do it? How could they get away? I'd be like, okay, fair enough. I thought he was probably real, so I was wrong. I owe some people an apology but I'm not shocked like they they can fake anything man and we're going to talk about that once we get to the Hollywood the Pallywood I should say section of this here late night truth lounge but yeah have you heard the theory this guy is AI I hadn't heard that one until a couple of days ago and I was going for a walk I was just strolling around going in fact you know what I was doing I was going to buy myself a new seat to sit on because this one is not very comfortable and I want a comfortable chair so I feel less compelled to leave my apartment to go and work on the laptop. I want to work on it right here. But I don't like working on it here because I'm not very comfortable, you see. So I thought I want to walk to a furniture store that somebody recommended to me and see if they've got a comfortable chair. And it was a lovely day outside, so I got my podcast ready to listen to and I was a couple of episodes behind on a certain uh, podcast, which I'll talk about later. So I downloaded those episodes and I went for a little walk and it was a lovely day and I was feeling good. And uh, I'd just gotten to the... Uh, furniture place and I found what I wanted and I placed an order I'm like okay this is good I've been meaning to do this for literally months and months and months I finally did it now I'm going to walk back home and as I'm walking home I'm listening to these lovely people people I love to listen to and they told me all these kinds of things and it's really cool and then one of them says they think Mr. Beast is an AI creation and I'm like well what did I <laughs> I was like hold on a second so I had to rewind a little bit and sure enough, that's what they said. They said that they think this, this guy is an AI creation. This guy.
1: Let's go!
2: Oh, oh! This is sketchy. What are the odds I... F-
0: and I was like, that's... And the way they said it, it made it sound like they're very convinced that this is the case. But then I said to myself, maybe they don't actually... Maybe they're not fully convinced that's the case. Maybe they're just putting that out there as like, an, like a thought experiment, like a, a way to spark conversation either internally or externally about how far has AI come, how how far could it go, how would we know the difference, this kind of thing. Because to me, there's a big difference between putting an idea out there as a possibility, as a speculation, and then putting an idea out there as a, it's something that you believe, that you truly believe, and would defend. Those are two very different things to me. So I wanted to know, do I actually believe this guy? Like, are they... It's pretty full on, man. So I want your thoughts, guys. I want your thoughts about Mr. Beast. Is he AI? Is it possible? If you don't think he's AI, do you at least agree that he, like they could fake this? They've got the technology they could fake an entire person because I think they've got that. I just don't think they're actually doing it with every single, you know, or in this case, with this particular uh, guy. But they could be, I don't know. Let me know what you think. What else are we talking about? Oh, yeah, the birth trauma stuff. I don't want to talk about that, man. I don't want to talk about that. I don't want to talk about the damage they're doing to babies with ultrasounds and with cesarean section births and with routine male sexual mutilation and with injections and with baby formula and with swaddling the baby when it's born and with those um, incubator things they put babies in or the infirmaries, whatever you call it But they put the babies when the is meant to be with its mum they put it with a whole bunch of other crying babies my goodness gracious me what a world we live in it's, uh, it's fucked up mate it's some fucked up shit But it is on the rundown, and they pay me the big bucks to talk about whatever's on the rundown. So we will talk about that. Jenkins says that if I do, I get twice my usual monthly stipend in H&B. Yeah, yeah, boy. So let's go and take a look at the live stream chat. What are they talking about? There's a lot of people in there. How how many people are watching right now? (laughs) We're up to 33. Check this out, guys. (laughs) 33. 33, guys.
1: Ooh.
0: 33. Ooh. All right, so Tone Lock says the vid is slightly louder than you. Thank you, Tone Lock. Thank you. I'm cool with that. I'm cool with the video being louder than me, slightly. As long as there's not a big disparity, it's not a big problem. And if one of us has to be louder than the other, it's better that the video is louder because there's less video than there is of me. So thank you very much. All right, who else have we got in here? Varmistico says Snowden, a play character. Ah uh, that's interesting. So there's this idea that you know Snowden, Eddie Snowden. I'm going you know what I'm going to do. I'm going to get a video of him right now. Let me look up Edward Snowden. Yes indeed. I want a video. Let's go to YouTube, shall we? Yes. Okay, I will type in YouTube. You know Google, I really don't like Google results anymore. Edward Snowden. Okay, donkey. Okie dokie, let's go. What well, is what I'm going to do, folks? I'm going to... I'm going to post this one here. Paste and go. Let's listen to old mate Eddie Snowden. So, Ed, could you just give us your initial reaction to the findings of the Pegasus project? What the dude just said is, can you give us your thoughts on the findings of the Pegasus project, which I'm guessing is some kind of intel or military report or review or government review i don't know something like this that's what i'm guessing what does he say
3: this is everywhere this is a an industry that should not exist
0: okay so this dude edward snowden i heard the theory that he is an ai creation like seven or eight years ago on fakeologist.com and for those of you who don't know what fakeologist.com is it is a website and a little community that used to be focused on media fakery But these days, I believe is focused on so-called transvestigations, Flat Earth, and Mandela Effect. And they've really gone right off the deep end. And it's sad to see because I've got good memories of that place back in the day, but these days I I can't endorse it, I can't promote it. It's really sad. I still think AbdaFakologist is a cool guy, don't get me wrong, but he has taken his uh, platform and his people. Or his platform and people have taken him, I don't know into places that i don't think any good sane person wants to go to very sad but the good thing is like i said i heard this theory that this guy was ai like seven years ago now with him i'm much more open to the idea that he's ai because when do you ever ever actually see him as far as i'm aware and i could be wrong about this because i haven't looked into it for a long time but as far as i'm aware you only really see him in news stories and oftentimes on a screen within the news story so and, and what's more what's he revealing the um, you know the the government, the, the deep state, the use of technology, surveillance, all this crap. It kind of fits in with that to use an AI guy to do that. Like, hey, let's tell the masses how we're using technology against them, and we'll do it with a fake character. <laughs> that that would be pretty funny, right? That makes sense to me. Now, am I saying I think Edward Snowden is a CGI character? No. I don't have any feelings either way about him, whereas Mr. Beast, if you gave me even money, he's either real or fake. I'm putting the money on real, whereas this guy, if you give me even money either way, I'm not placing a bet. I don't have enough information. I don't have enough uh, suspicions, intuitions. I couldn't say it. he could be fake if I had to guess, I would guess hmm, if I had to guess if you said right now, JLB, B, we're going to reveal the truth to you and all your fans here at the late night truth lounge, yeah, yeah boy. We're going to reveal the truth to you, but you have to make a guess. And you'll either be right or you'll be wrong. What would I guess? Hmm. Hmm. That's a tough one. No, I need to think about that. Let me know what you think in the live stream chat. Let me know what you think about that. Yes, indeed. All right. Where were we? Let's go back to the live stream chat. You know, I love the live stream chat, I love to interact with all the people from around the world here at the Late Night Truth Lounge. Where were we? Okay, my tr- my truth uncle Crazy Dave J says, question, have you taken the time to read the Code of Creation? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, IO by Dave J. Five stars on Amazon. Is that true? Do you have five stars on Amazon? I'm going to look that up. Dave J, Amazon co. Amazon, not Amazon. Code of creation. Let's have a look here. Holy crap, it's a real thing. (laughs) All right, let's take a look at this, guys. I'm going to post this. Let's take a look at this. Forget Edward Snowden. I'm done with him. Let's. In fact, you know what? Let's go to. Let's go to this tab instead. I'll use this tab. Paste and go. All right. Amazon code of creation, Dave J, it has five ratings and he's quite right, it has five stars. Let me zoom in for those of you who are watching the video, the live stream or the archive. I'll read out for those of you who are listening to the MP3. It says this, in fact, I'll zoom in even further. It says this, this is from amazon.com. The code of creation is the numerical system one through 10 IO input output. In this I will show you what that code is. You can learn simply to apply it to every word and story you hear. With the freely given mind of Christ, you will not be fooled again by a fallen or corrupted tone system world. Hmm. 24 pages in length, it is written in English. 24 pages, that's a cool number. The old 2442, I like it. Has five customer reviews. Let's read one of the reviews. This is from Shimara and Shiba. And again, in case I lost you there, we're talking about Crazy Dave J's book, Five Star Rating on Amazon. Available for the low, low price of just $25. You missed a trick there, Dave. You should have made it $24 for the old 2-4 code. Or even better yet, $33. So everybody accuses you of being a paid shill. Yeah, yeah, boy. Or if you're into marketing and uh, merchandising, maybe... $9.95, 9.95 just 9.95 get this wonderful book full of insights for just 9.95 okay this review says this is such a wonderful book written by an extremely talented author crazy dave <laughs> forgive me folks this late here crazy dave j takes words and decodes them into numbers finding a deeper level of understanding of their hidden meanings It will be my reference book for many years to come. I highly recommend it. Let's read another review. This one comes from Janella. Again, this is on Amazon.com. Janella writes, Fantastic primer for a deep understanding of this place. Crazy Dave Jay's years of understanding and research are a must for anyone seeking truth. Man, these are pretty good reviews. I'll read one more. This one comes to us from Models Games. Again, this is on Amazon.com, folks. So I'm not making this up. This review says, "Longtime truth researcher, Crazy Dave J with outstanding information unveiling the unseen world we live in. I highly recommend this book. Well, I'm gonna to have to get myself a copy and read it. In fact, I think I, think I read a draft of this. I think Crazy Dave J did send me a draft, which I appreciate. So I'll go and see if I can find it. I might do my own review. Thank you very much, Dave J. All right, let's go back to the live stream chat comments. You know what it's all about. Yeah, yeah, boy. Okay, so just scrolling back in the live stream chat, you know how I said that I, who am I to judge parents who inject their kids with chemicals or that so-called doctors inject their kids with chemicals? Like, who am I to judge? Dave J says, judge away. No, he says, judge always, Johnny. And I think what he means by that is it's okay to judge. And Lord knows that crazy Dave J likes to judge people, including me. Does he judge himself? I ponder. Okay, let's scroll through. We've got so much to talk about here, folks. How long have we been going for? How long? 40 minutes already. It's a shame they don't pay me by the minutes. All right, where was I? Okay, oh, so Giggy Aberlin says that it was her. So I mentioned earlier how somebody in my live stream said that they, they, these are my words, not theirs. And this is my memory from many months ago. They said something like, They feel guilty for putting their children through the medical industrial complex back then because they didn't know any better. But now they do know better and they feel bad about it. And I mentioned that 20 minutes ago or something. And I said, I think it was Gigi Abilene who'd said that. And she has confirmed that it was her. So thank you, Gigi Abilene, for the confirmation. One more time, I'll say, listen, people like me who don't have kids, we can sit here and say, if I was a parent, I would do this and I would do that. And I would never let them, I can say that, but talk is cheap. It's very easy to say that you would never let your kids be um, traumatized by the medical establishment. It's not so easy to actually avoid the medical establishment. In fact, it's very difficult. Very, very difficult. So, yeah. Please never let anything I say about uh, having children... Um, Like, who cares what I have to say about it, really? Let's be honest. Okay, next. What else we got here? Ardman says, Cognitive dissonance and Stockholm Syndrome seems to still be a thing. The normies don't get the concept. Well, they never will, I admin. Mean. That is not what they're here for. I don't pretend to know exactly what I'm here for or what you're here for. But I'm very confident that the average human is not here to ever learn the truth about anything at all. Really. They might occasionally learn true things. For instance, they'll learn that if you put a car into first gear, once you get to a certain speed, you should put it into second gear, and then into third gear, like so And that is true, and they know that. So they'll they learn practical things. But beyond the most practical things, like anything that's abstract, existential, metaphysical, anything to do with that, no, I don't think that's what they're here for. Possibly I'm not here for that either. And possibly I've learned too much. And possibly that is why one day I reached a certain point where I realized this... Um, this younger version of me who was very idealistic and uh, very optimistic a um, what you might call a humanitarian in the sense of truly believing in the the wondrous nature of humans and the potential and this bright future that younger version of me is but a memory now and I think the reason is because I learnt certain truths that Maybe we're not supposed to to learn. And uh, if I could go back... This is why, why they put that on the rundown. I've made it clear to them. Guys, I'm not talking about this stuff anymore. It's, well, not on a late night truth lounge anyway. I'll save it for the member videos and stuff. But on a late night truth lounge, this is meant to be fun. Why the hell would I want to sit around and talk about people radiating their babies in the womb? Yeah? They might be better off not knowing about that. But they said it's on the rundown. We'll give you you double your monthly stipend of H&B and I'm a sucker for H&B so I guess we're going to talk about it. But you know what we're also going to talk about? Man, check this out. Look at this little baby deer playing in the in the pool. That is so cute. Oh, man. Don't you just want to pat it? Give it a hug? That is the cutest thing. Look at him go. He is having the time of his life. And the mum's just standing there Watching a little kid play. She might be like, man, hopefully this playing in the pool tires this thing out. Because he, he hasn't been sleeping properly lately. But if I let him just tire himself out, he'll sleep like a, sleep like a log later tonight. <laughs> Look at that. Look at him go. Jumping around, splashing. What is the cutest thing? Oh, man. So we... Oh, yes, a live stream chat comments. Oh, yes. All right. What else have we got here? Von Goh says, I'm a sucker for these animal videos. I've gone full normie. I've always loved animals. Most of us have, haven't we? Like most people, I would say most people have a soft spot for cute animals. Like cute puppies, cute kittens. I've just recently discovered that two streets away from me, there are these three little kittens. I don't know if they belong to anyone, but they look like street kittens. There's lots of... There's so many street cats in Plovdiv. I... In case I didn't mention this, by the way, I'm coming to a beautiful Plovdiv Bulgaria. In case I didn't mention that. There are so many stray cats in this city. And I discovered like a week or two ago, there's this new batch of them. Three of them, they're friends. um, This is a true story. I'm going to try and take a photo. I'm serious. I'll try and take a photo or a video of them next time I see them. One of them is black. One of them is like orange or ginger. And one of them, what's the other one? It's like that, um, hold on, one of them's black one of them's orange and one of them's white so there's there's three totally different colours but they're all the same size and they're all hanging out together so I'm trying to figure out are they all from the same litter? can that happen? like can can one mum cat have a litter with three totally different um, colour kittens? because either that's what's happened or somehow these little kittens have all found each other and become friends and they hang out I'm not sure but it's the most adorable thing it really is and I think most people find uh, little animals cute. And little humans cute as well. Like I just think it's a natural thing. We all find little, cute little babies, cute little animals, especially deers playing in the water. Like, who doesn't find this adorable?
1: Look at this.
0: Mm-mm, so cute. Such a cute little animal. Now you can come back to me and say, Oh, but JLB, don't we eat animals? And I'm like, yeah, I think most of us do. Well isn't that a horrible thing and I'm like well actually yeah you kind of got me because some years ago I looked into how does the uh how do they kill cows for instance to make you know to make beef for example and I saw this video of how they how they kill cows in the uh in the industrial slaughterhouses and what I saw shook me to the depths of my miserable soul and I stopped eating meat for about a year about 18 months I stopped eating meat not just not just for the animals sake also for mine I wanted to see are you healthier without meat this was an idea that's being put out there by certain people back in uh, 2015-16 I want to say and uh, I did feel better not eating meat at least for a while but then at a certain point I was just like I'm gonna try a burger this had been after like maybe 12 or 18 months of no meat and I ate that burger and man it was a rush I felt like Superman. Like I felt like I could run through walls. It was like there was something in that burger that my body had been craving, yearning for. And then I went back to eating meat, including cute baby animals, I guess. I mean, like what's a veal? Veal is baby animal, isn't it? Probably a veal. What's a veal? It's a, it's a little lamb, isn't it? Is, it? is it? What's veal? This is how much of a retard I am. I don't even know what veal is. Veal's baby cows, isn't it? What the hell is a veal? Man, I am such a moron. Let's have, Let's look up, what is veal? Let's look up veal, I think it's baby cow. Veal is a meat from a younger animal of either a dairy breed, or a dairy crossbreed or beef breed. Yeah, baby cows, that's what I thought. Yeah, so I, I eat baby cows. Yeah, I do. And uh, that's why at the end of all of this, when I get to those big pearly gates and there's a bouncer out the front, and he's like, who are you? And I'm like, I tell him who I am. And he's like, you're not, you can't come in here. And I'm like, is it because of the, is it because of the dumb shit I did when I was drinking that one time? He's like, no, no, it's much worse than that. I'm like, what's worse than that? And he's like, eating the animals. And I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah. Fair enough. And I'll be like, can you direct me to hell? he be like, it's just down there. Can't you hear all the music in the party? I'm like, oh yeah, I can actually. All right, see you later. Goodbye. It's the end of the world as we know it. And I feel, well, I don't feel, I feel, I feel like watching a cute little baby deer. Oh, look at him go. righty. what else have we got here? Von Go says, not sure how animals sense and relate to time compared to humans. Dude, I'm not even sure how other humans sense and relate to time. Like my memory, I consider to be much better than almost everybody I know, but actually my memory is not that good. I can have conversations with people and I'll remember stuff from a conversation 10 years ago. Not the whole conversation, but certain points of it. And I'll be like, do you remember how you told me about this thing? And then I went and did that thing and they'll be like, no, I'll be like, like no memory. They're like, no, you're making this up. I'm like, hmm, that's weird. I'm not sure most of the masses have any memories at all, to be honest with you, in terms of long-term memories, beyond, again, the most important practical things. Beyond that, I don't think they really have any uh, memories at all. And, you know, George Orwell wrote about that in 1984. There's a scene where Winston goes out to one of the Prol areas and he wants to find out what do the proles remember. Do they remember that we weren't always at war with Eurasia? Do they remember that? Like, what do they remember? So he goes out to this... um, this bar, this tavern in the prole area, and he he says to some dude... I'm just going to paraphrase. I'll just generally give you the gist of the the scene. He walks in and he finds a dude just sitting there drinking. He's like, let me buy you a beer and have a chat with you. And the dude's like, all right, no worries. Buys him a beer, they sit down. And he basically says to him, what do you remember about this thing or this year? And the dude's like, oh, well, actually... And he's got nothing. Doesn't remember anything. I suspect... That's not so far from from the reality. I suspect it's not so far. Obviously, it's not literally that way. I mean, I, you can talk to normies and they have memories. Trust me. Like, you go to a bar... I literally go to bars and talk to normies. And I don't generally ask them anything that's too conceptual. But they do have some memories. I'm not trying to say they don't. But if you said to them, for instance, do you remember when you were a kid... They told you that humans have been here for a certain period of time. Do you remember what they said? Sometimes they will remember that. Sometimes they won't. Stuff like that. Now, that doesn't make them... I mean, just a moment ago, it took me a second to remember that veal is baby cow. That took me a second to remember that. So, like, just someone not having full memory doesn't make them bad or stupid. But Taking a step back and thinking about this, how much do people... I'll give you another example. During that whole flat-earth nonsense back in fifteen sixteen. There were people who were claiming that the Earth is flat, which is fair enough. That was it was very new at the time. We were still trying to get our heads around this idea that maybe NASA was lying to us all the rest of it. And I had people then who were telling me that if the flights from Australia to South America or from Australia to Africa exist, that the flat Earth doesn't work, right? And then twelve months later, when it had been established beyond any doubt that those flights do in fact exist from Australia to South America, or at least at that time they did those same people pretended that never happened. And I, was, I actually made a video at one point saying, guys, see this leading Flat Earth person? A year ago, he was on my show, and he, he said, if you can prove those flights exist, I'll give up Flat Earth, it, it debunks a Flat Earth. Now that we've proven those flights to exist, because that was a contentious issue at the time, it's no longer contentious, we know those flights exist. He's now claiming that those same flights are proof that the Earth is flat. That's the exact opposite of what he said a year ago. Like, I remember this stuff. Most people don't. Another example. There are people to this day who will come and tell you that I was a flat earther. Oh, JLB was a flat earther, then he changed his mind. When was I a flat earther? When did I say the is flat? That never happened. In all those uh, episodes that I did, The at the Round Table, they're still out there, you can still go and listen to them. Try and find where I was saying the is flat. I was pointing out the problems with the flat earth model from the very beginning the very beginning like literally from the first episode and yet there are people in, in their minds in their memories I was a flat earther <laughs> so you see people either don't remember anything or they remember what they want to remember people are absolutely hopeless man and that's one of the good things about technology I can make a video or I can do a live stream and I can record it and you can make a video or you can post a blog or whatever and you can record it. So in a year or five years, you can look back and see what did I say or what did other people say? That's one of the awesome things about technology. It's a double-edged sword. There are some good things and some bad things about technology. It's one of the good things. So anybody comes to me and says, oh no, JLB, you're reflective. And I can be like, okay, when? If that's the case, like show me the... Because I have copies of... Everything I've done online, all of my YouTube videos that got deleted from my first YouTube channel, I've still got them. And I've re uploaded quite a few of them. And I can upload the rest if I want to. Show me when I say the Earth is flat. Show me when. Tell me when. Help me out here. Please. You can't. So why are you saying this shit? Is it because you are redacted? Is it because you are a bot? You are an Agent Smith. You don't exist the same way that I do. Is, the, is that what's going on here? Please tell me. I want to know. This is ridiculous, man. It's absurd. It's absolutely absurd. Yeah, yeah, boy. Von Gogh says, Justin Tim Blake, Yeah, I thought so. Dave J makes an inappropriate comment about my main man, Gino, down there. In oh, is, is my crazy truth uncle Dave J, still pissed off at Gino because Gino debunked? the bullshit flat earth argument about seeing things that are too far away. You know, you guys know that argument. Oh, you can see things that are too far away if we're in a ball. That has been thoroughly debunked, thoroughly debunked, by many people, including my boy Jenna down there in Melbourne. Maybe Dave J is still pissed off about that. Okay, Von Gogh says anything to his name and Mr. Beast, he's supposed to be giving all his money away to the needy. Is that—is that the story? I didn't know that was a story. Hmm, interesting. How about all those people who are like re, uh, retweet this tweet, and you'll go into the draw to win a thousand? Like you know, that's all bullshit. No one holds any of these people to account at all. You know that. So you can just tell people, oh, buy this or do this, and we'll give money, and and people are dumb enough to believe that. That's one of the reasons why people. No offense, but most people have the most moronic ideas about what's happening in Africa, about how Africa works because all they've got in their mind are these images from world vision yeah look at these starving little kids with the big bellies that are expanded because there's no food in their bellies and there's flies on their faces and they've got no food and for just one dollar a day we can feed that's what people think Africa is like you know why? because they haven't been there all they've got is this ridiculous shit in their heads from the telescreen oh JLB what would you know? yeah what would I know? apart from what I saw with my own eyes when I went to Africa and I stayed there for five months back in 2010 you mean apart from what I saw with my own eyes (sighs) ah boy goodness gracious me JLB you you let the normies frustrate you too much okay fine maybe I do maybe I do only because I'm sitting here talking about them only because I have to because it's on the rundown Hopefully they promote me to a much better job soon. Not the way I'm going, though, I'm afraid. No, no, I don't think so. What else have we got here? Vermastico says, Many of these people still have skills and intellect. It's just selective ignorance. And I truly don't believe they are able to get past it. Vermastico do you mean selective as in? They're conscious of their decisions on what to be ignorant about. Because if if it's like, oh, they could choose not to be ignorant... But they choose to be, no, that's, okay, that's your opinion. You could be correct. That's not my opinion. To me, that's like saying that your pet dog is selectively ignorant about how to speak English. No, it's not choosing not to speak English. It cannot speak English. That's not what it's here for. That is not how it was, quote unquote, designed. And that's how it is, in my opinion, with most of this so-called That's how it is with most of the people. It's not that they're choosing not to see or understand, it's that they cannot see or understand. And that's a very important distinction and that took me a long time to come to terms with. Because as I suggested maybe 30 minutes ago, I used to be very idealistic and optimistic and humanitarian and uh, I didn't know any better. And and I had to go through the cognitive dissonance of realizing that this conception that I had of who I was and who the people are, that was a wrong conception. I had been wrong for 25, 27 years, mm. something like that. And so I didn't want to accept the truth at first. It took me some years to come to terms with it. But eventually I came to terms with it. Or did I? Am I still holding on to this little bit of hope that if I just do what I'm doing for just another year or two, that more people, am I holding on to some hope? No, I don't think so. I'm doing this because I'm in the habit of doing this. If, if you could wipe the slate clean right now, there was no history we all start again right now. Would I start a YouTube channel and talk about this stuff? I don't know. I don't know guys, I don't know. Don't get me wrong folks, I'm very grateful. This has been, the last nine years have given me memories and experiences that I wouldn't have had otherwise. And I've got to meet really cool people. I've got to travel to really cool places. I've got to experience what it's like to sit here behind a microphone and share my ideas with 10 people, 50 people, 100 people. I've done interviews that have gone out to tens of thousands, possibly hundreds of thousands of people. I had a video that got to 700,000 views before YouTube pulled it. So that's a very cool thing for me. You know, that's that's an amazing, that was an amazing experience just sitting there watching the view counts go up and the comments come in. And yeah, I mean, I'm very grateful for all of this, but if I could start all over again, would I do things differently? We'll never know, folks. We'll never know. All right, von. Go- this is another von Go, This is another comment. Another excellent comment. Thank you very much. He says it's impossible to tell what is real anymore. Just guessing, but they might use blockchain tech to verify identity in the future. Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me. Okay, when there's so many comments, my um my scroll bar keeps keeps getting taken to the wrong place. Let me try and find my place again. By the way, thank you for all the comments, folks. How many people have got watching live right now? I didn't even send, 50, that's the most people we've had for the Late Night Truth Lounge since I introduced this show a few weeks ago. I didn't even send out a warning about this episode. I just, well, here's what happened, folks. I'm gonna tell you what happened. I'm gonna tell you exactly why I'm doing this show right now. Okay, I'm gonna open up to you guys and tell you the truth. It's nothing too full on, but it might not be what you're expecting. So I'm gonna tell you what happened. But before I do that, I want to watch this video of the deer playing in the water. Look at him go. He's so happy. He's so cute, man. Look at him. I wonder how long they stayed there for. I wonder if at one point the person who owned, presumably the person making this video is the one who owns this uh, property. Had to go out there and say, okay guys, listen. It's been four hours. You can't just play in here all day. You know what I mean? Might have been doing the mama deer a favor so she can just blame the human. Like, it wasn't my fault, honey. The humans kicked us out. We'd been here for four hours. But mama... We'll come back tomorrow, honey. But the humans kicked us out. Using the old third party to blame trick. Yes, indeed. What the hell is he talking about? Even he doesn't know. Yeah, yeah, boy. What was I talking about? Now it says there's 70 watching. What the hell? Look at this, folks. What's going on here? Where did all these people come from? somebody with a platform must have promoted this show but now it says it's down to 64 but even that's a lot I think somebody with a platform promoted this show I'm not sure who whoever it was thank you the more the merrier especially in the live stream chat the more people here the more comments I can read and hopefully we can get to the two-hour mark and I haven't got through all my rundown and I can say hey sorry Jenkins we we ran out of time I'll have to talk about the birth trauma next episode yeah right whatever we will see about that I want you to talk about the routine male sexual mutilation happening every day all around America and other countries as well. The people need to hear about it. The people need to hear about it. Oh yeah, why? Why do they need to hear about it? Go on, tell me why. How's it going to help anybody? Well, if they hear the truth, anybody who thinks it's a good idea to mutilate a baby, they're not going to change their mind because of what I said. Or of what you said, or of what anybody said, this person is. There's this idea that you have that people are intelligent and thoughtful. It's not. It's that's not. You haven't. You haven't got it yet, folks. Okay. So, I could sit here and show you studies, scientific studies, that reveal the long-term damage caused by birth trauma, and I could point out to you how logical it is when you think about it, and I could explain the whole. Logical thought process. Here are the scientific studies that confirm what you should have figured out for yourself. Here's the evidence. I could show that to somebody and if that person actually believes that it's okay to chop part of a baby's you-know-what off, no, it, the evidence means nothing to this person. Nothing. Okay? Nothing. Zero. Zilch. Nada. Okay? And if you believe otherwise, please let me know in the comment section below. Send me an email, johnlabon123 gmail.com. Join me in the Discord right now, live on the air. Come and tell me why you think that evidence makes any difference to the average person. Please. I'm all ears. I'm nothing but ears. I'm 84 kilos of ear right now. Yes, indeed, nothing but ears. Come and tell me why you believe this utter nonsense and I will listen because I am patient. Trust me, when I'm talking with the average person, I'm usually listening to nonsense and I usually keep my mouth shut. I can handle it. So if you want to come and tell me some absolute nonsense, please do join me right now in the discord. You'll be live on the air with me for this year. Late Night Truth Lounge. Yeah, yeah, boy. 23 October 2023. Oh, listen, folks. I will listen to your utter nonsense. And maybe you can change my mind. You know what that will take? Evidence. So come and bring me your evidence that showing people the truth will lead them to change their mind and conduct themselves differently to how they did before. Specifically with regard to to routine male sexual mutilation which is happening every day all around America and in other countries right now as we speak it is happening yes oh it's not mutilation JLB it's circumcision there's a difference yeah the difference is the word that's the only difference it's literally mutilation just calling it something different doesn't change that okay what's that expression A rose by any other name would smell just as sweet. Yeah, well, a mutilation by any other name would be just as sick, and that is what so-called circumcision is. Period. What? This place that we live in, folks, we live in a very strange world. We live in a strange world where people will sit around and argue that it is right or wrong for Hamas to do this or for Israel to do that. Some story about what is supposedly happening on the other side of the world. Right, and could it entirely be fake, and at the very least is most likely largely fabricated, they'll sit around for hours and argue about that, and they'll feel like they're the moral... No, I, I'm on the moral side. I'm on the side of the Palestinians, the oppressed Palestinians. We're the moral ones. It's the Israelis. It's the Jews who are immoral. And then on the other side, you've got the people like, No, we're the moral ones. It's the Palestinians who are shooting rockets and killing us. We are the moral people. right? And, and people who aren't even in Palestine or Israel aren't even in the Middle East. They'll sit around for for hours and argue about this and they'll feel like they're moral people all the while at their local hospital there are babies being mutilated as we speak. Can you get your head around this? Oh boy. And people want to come and talk to me about morality. Really. Really. Hmm and get me started folks i'm not in the mood i'm not in the mood you know what really sucks you can't play um copyright videos on youtube these days or else they instantly uh block you back in the day this is a true story back in the day of the google hangouts you could still play music and all they would do was just put ads they would say that you can't monetize the video in my case that didn't matter because those live streams weren't monetized just like these ones aren't as far as i'm aware i don't get any money from youtube but they wouldn't um, copyright strike you. They wouldn't, they wouldn't delete you. So you could just play music. So what I used to do back in like 2014, 15, I would have this show that I used to call Sunday Sessions, which was kind of like what the Late Night Truth Lounge is now. But those shows used to start at like, I think, 8 or 9 p.m. And I used to have Ethan would be there with me. We'd do the Australian Rantable podcast first. And that would be a serious show. We'd have a break for a little bit. Then we'd come back for the, like the sister show, like the after show, which was called Sunday Sessions and then we'd have a couple of frothies we'd invite people to come and chat with us in the Google Hangouts it was all live on the air then I'd uh, promote it after the fact as well similar to Late Night Truth Lounge it was epic man it was epic and, uh, and so what I used to do was I, would, I got to be like a DJ I got to like we'd do an hour of conversation on a topic I'd be like okay, go, okay folks time for a quick break go to the bathroom go and grab yourselves another beer do whatever you have to do and here's a song and then I'd play a song and I'd come back and it was so cool we can't do it anymore sucks those were the dates, folks. Because if I could play a song right now, what would I play if I could play a song right now? If I could play a song... You know what? Guys, let's do some trivia. The first person to get the correct answer to this in the live stream chat uh, will win themselves a one-month membership to johnlebon.com on the house. One-month membership to johnlebon.com on the house. That means you'll get access to... I think it's something like 550 hours of member-only videos and audios, including over 100 member calls on all kinds of topics, over 100 different articles and posts on all kinds of topics, esoteric, uh, sync stuff, history hoax material, war hoax material, you name it, it's all there. You'll get access to our uh, Discord, so you get the whole lot. If you win this one-month membership at JohnLamond.com, and you will go into the running to win that, if you can answer the question, what is this song? I want you to tell me the name of the artist and the name of the song I'm going to read to you I'm going to start singing a song but okay let's make it even more fun you're not going to know when I'm doing it so at some point during the rest of this stream I'm going to start speaking the lyrics of a song and at first it won't be clear that I'm doing that but at some point you're going to start to realise hey he's just reciting the lyrics of that song at that point put in the answer and we'll find out who gets a free one month membership at johnthebond.com this could be fun. This is going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, boy. All right. Uh, let's see. Okay. I don't know what Ardman... admit I don't get this comment. Oh, that's to somebody else. Okay, I get it. Von Gogh says, anything to his name at Mr. Beast, he's supposedly giving... Oh, sorry, I read that one. Okay. Need to scroll a bit further. Uh, JJ says, what's all this fakeness? I'm not sure what you're talking about. Franny Dimitri says, you intrigue me and pique me, John. That's a lovely comment. Okay, Dharma Queen says, first time seeing Mr. Beast, I feel so out of touch with what's popular. Dharma Queen, I can relate. I can relate to what you just said. I feel out of touch and I'm 36 years old. I'm a 36 year old boomer and I could give you multiple examples. I'll give you just one. Apparently right now there's a trend on TikTok for people to use some kind of AI um, app or something to create fake 90s high school photos of themselves and of their friends and of celebrities, right? So suppose you and I are using the app, right? Suppose you and I are sitting there, we're having a coffee at the cafe, and I say, hey, have you seen that um, Have you seen that app that uh, makes those funny uh, AI photos from high school? And you'll be like, no, what are you talking about? And they'll be like, check this out. I'll take a photo of you. I haven't actually used the app, but I think this is how it works. You just take a photo of someone and then the app takes their face and creates a fake photo of them from the nineties in high school. And it makes it look like they're dorks or something. So it's like making fake, embarrassing, dorky photos from your high school using AI. I only found out about that yesterday. Apparently it's been a trend for like a lot longer than that. And I don't have TikTok, mind you. But um, apparently this is a trend. Now, you might say, oh, well, JLB, that's not a good example. That's only been a trend for a few weeks. Okay, I'll give you another example. I used to play this game called FIFA on the PlayStation many, many years ago. And it was a lot of fun. Like, you know, soccer, obviously. Well, anyway, uh, some weeks ago, a dude who I know here, he left Plovdiv and he left behind his PlayStation 4. So I adopted it. So I've been playing FIFA for the first time in a long, 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 long time. And I won't bore you guys, I won't bore you with the story, but basically... I noticed something about the game where I was like, this is very weird. I'm like, since when has this been a thing? And and then I was like, I was gaslighting myself. I'm like, no, no, it's not that the game has changed. It's just that you've changed. You're no longer as good at this game as you used to be. Stop blaming the game. It's your fault. That's what I said to myself. And so I was like, okay, maybe you're right. So I played the game a bit more, played it the next night, the next night. And I was like, no, this is fucked. How come Mbappe keeps kicking all these goals From 40 meters away. This is bullshit. And how come everybody plays as uh, Paris Saint-Germain? Like, it didn't used to be like this. So I went on the internet and I found out this has been a problem for some years now where the developer of the game has basically ruined the gameplay because what it does is it creates a... It makes it more attractive for players to go and pay money to play this thing called Ultimate Teams where you have to pay money to get players. I'm not explaining this properly, but... I wasn't wrong, I was right. The game had changed. It wasn't me. I mean, I have changed since 10 years ago, but the reason these guys were all beating me with Paris Saint-Germain was because basically that team's been designed to be that way. In part to piss off people like me, so we're like, I'm not playing this bullshit um, version. I'll go and pay the extra money for the... You see what I'm trying to say? And people know about this. I had no idea. I am out of the loop. Okay, you might say, JLB, that's not a good example because you haven't been playing video games for so many years. Okay, well, listen, you're right. But I do feel like a boom. I feel out of touch with, uh, with the youngsters, with the kids. You know, I sit there at the cafe sometimes on my laptop and I'll see families come in and there'll be like a five-year-old kid on a, on a smartphone. And I'll just be like, what the hell? Like the family will see, I've seen this multiple times now, restaurants and cafes the family, the mum and the dad and their kids will come in. The kids might be 5, they might be 10, they might be 15, whatever. They'll come in, they'll sit down. People, the cafes that I go to also sell cake and people in this country love eating cake. Don't ask me why but they love it. So I'll be sitting there with my coffee. These people will be sitting there with their cake and they might talk for a couple of minutes and then next thing they're all on their phones for an hour. Now this isn't every family to be fair. In fact, I would say it's still less than the majority but it's, it's not an insignificant minority either. It is a it's a significant minority, if that makes sense. I'm not saying it's most of them, but it's also not some trivial thing. It's it's common. So a family is going out to together to a restaurant or to a cafe, and they might talk for a few minutes, but then it's, they're all on their phones. And I'm like, I feel like I'm living in. I'm like, what the hell is happening here? It's very bizarre to me. Now I'm not saying they're doing the wrong thing. If if they're all happy on their phones and talking to each other, then good luck to them. Good you know. God love him, God bless him. But I'm just like... But when did this happen? When did this happen? And when did Mr. Beast become so popular? When did this Mr. Beast guy... Let's go and find him again. Where was he? When did this guy become so popular?
2: Fall through. Pretty (laughs) high.
0: Bro, these are wobbly.
2: I like how that chair is just like holding on for real life. We have a recliner, a mattress, and half a floor.
0: I can literally fish. By the way, hopefully I am allowed to play this guy's video. Of course I am using this for the purpose of what is it? Review or education and it is covered by the Fair Use Act 1968. Blah blah blah.
2: From inside of the house.
0: Is this a guy or a girl? I think it's a guy. Yo, I caught one.
2: Whoa! That's
0: just a lure. I'm sorry. Uh What the hell is going on here? This is very strange. I think I've seen too much. Where where were we? Let's go back to this. By the way, whoever this is, I I didn't mean to be that was in that was insensitive of me. I didn't dress and present yourself however you want, like that was that was insensitive of me. I shouldn't have said that. Where was I? Oh yes, a live stream The live stream chat. Let's have a look. Uh Dave J says you're wasting your time with nonsense. The point is the character is perception of truth that is not a reality. Thus it creates false lust in the viewer. Okay. Benton says, you know about Mr. Beast's friend, Chris? No, I don't. Do I want to know about that? Uh, Ardman says, who's this Beast dude? My kids were talking about him. Yeah, I, th- I think Mr. Beast is super popular with the youngsters these days. And to be fair, I can see why. Like, let's go back to this. hes I mean, we're, we're one minute into his video and the production time that would have been required both the uh, filming like the pre-production the actual filming and then the post just on this one minute that we've seen would be uh, far too much for even just one person to do I would think like this is this is high level production quality and um, it's very well structured as well like I can see what he's doing he's got a good hook at the beginning of the video He's, he's got a very well made video so I can see and also he seems like his persona seems to be like a happy kind of go lucky kind of dude which people like that so I can see why the the kids like him.
2: <laughs> now that you see us having fun, do you regret selling it? I do not. What if I gave you $2 to buy it back off me? Nope. All right, I tried.
0: See, like little jokes like that, like have I just doubled my money? Can I sell it like little jokes like that?
1: I do
2: not.
0: You might not find that funny, but that's that's a good way to present your information, especially to children, whatever like cute little jokes and whatever the sound effects. This is very well done.
2: What if I gave you $2 to buy it back off me? Nope. Alright, I tried. I have an idea.
0: See, there's, there's sound effects every few seconds. There's these dopey little jokes every few yeah. seconds. The light above the head.
2: Let's get out of this house. Later in this video, we have a house that costs one.
0: Now they're using camera angles. They're using a drone. Like, this is very well made. hundred million times more than this.
2: And because I never plan on setting foot in this worthless shack again.
0: What's Look at... This is more convincing than the crap they're giving us out of Gaza. Uh, for, sorry, for those of you who are listening, I'm watching uh, Mr. Beast video again. This is a... versus $100 million house video that you published eight days ago has over 100 million views apparently. So what they were doing was they were in this, um, supposedly they found a house that was for sale for $1 and it's some piece of shit on a lake. What he just said was, because we're never coming back here, we're going to destroy it or something to that effect. Then they have overlaid a CGI of a missile explosion. And I'm telling you, this is more convincing than a lot of the stuff that's come out of the Middle East over the last 20 years. I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> now that you see us
2: having fun, do you regret selling it? I do not. What if I gave you $2 to buy back off me? Nope. Alright, I tried.
0: I have an idea. Let's get out of this house. Later in
2: this video, what we is? have a house that costs 100 million times more than this. And because I never plan on setting foot in this worthless shack again, let's head over to something a little nicer.
0: Okay, so we didn't say he was going to destroy it, but they showed you the... Um... Well, that's, that's really well made. Credit where it's due, man. That is good production values. Wait, wait, let's go back to the live stream chat. Um, he was married and had a son. Mr. Beast was married and had a son. So what, he's not married anymore? Like, tell like why are you telling me this? Like, t- tell me more. Uh, the news says he's a billionaire, says Benton. I didn't know that. Dino Mack is in the house. He says, Hello, JLB. Hello to you, Dino Mac. Dino Mac, tell me in the live stream chat comments, are you a fan of MrBeast? To be honest, I'm not going to mock you. Now that I've just watched that video, I can understand why he's popular. The one that I saw of him before was him, I don't know, like trying to balance cars with a crane or something. And um, I thought it was absolute trash. But this one, I'm not saying it's a good video. I'm just saying I can see. Just because I don't like something doesn't mean I can't see why other people do. I'm trying to say. So if you are a a MrBeast fan, then let me know in the live stream chat. Von Gogh says they most definitely could fake an entire person if their existence and our interaction with them is completely online. That's a good point. That's a very good point. For all you know, I'm a CGI character. For all you know, the voice you're listening to right now is actually a deep fake voice. For all you know, I don't exist at all. It's possible. Now you can come back to me and say, yeah, but JLB, don't you meet the members of your website? Didn't you hang out with a bunch of them like five or six weeks ago in Southern France and have a great time with them? Yes, I did. So those people know that I'm real, but most of you haven't met me. So how do you know? How do you know those other people aren't fake as well? How do you know? See, this is why I wish I had a webcam right now. I'm doing my little shifty eye effect and my little eyebrow raise thing. But it's completely pointless because you can't see what I'm doing. A lot of my attempted humor, I say attempted, a lot of my attempted humor is actually, uh, what do you call it? Like body language humor. And it's completely lost when my webcam doesn't work or when I'm too stupid to buy a new one. We'll try and fix that for next week, folks, for the next late night truth lounge. We'll do what we can. Okay. Okay, now Dave J's trying to give me direction. He's like, you're wasting your time on this topic. Move on to the next one, John. Thank you, Crazy Truth Uncle Dave. I appreciate your direction. If I get a call from Jenkins, I'll do what he says, but just leave the direction to my CIA handlers, okay? You just sit in the live stream chat and enjoy the show, Crazy Uncle Dave righty. Alrighty. Wit says, We still live in a world of crying babies. I don't understand what you mean. Do you mean crying babies as in... There are, babe, there are literally babies who are crying, possibly due to having their uh, sexual organ mutilated. Or do you mean crying babies as in you're saying that some adults are crybabies? I'm not sure exactly what you are saying. But it's good to see you in the chat there, TweetWit. This is, uh, TweetWit, folks. For those of you who haven't been here for so long, back in 2014, TweetWit was here. Back when... Oh, man, it was so cool. Back in 2014. I know this is going to sound crazy, but this is the truth. And I've I've got the receipts. I've got the documents. I've got the files saved back in 2014 there were these live shows and the people on the panel they would they would have their own youtube channels where they would expose the hoaxes the latest media fakery then once a week they would get together they'd have fun they'd carry on it was a, a jocular jovial positive lighthearted show it was awesome and then the rest of us would be in the live stream chat i was on the show a couple of times but most of the time i was not on the show i was just in the live stream chat we'd all be having fun in the chat man it was epic 2014 15 And then you know what happened? Around February of 2015... So 2014 was awesome. And then you know what happened in around... I think it was February of 2015, maybe January, I want to say. There was a a news story of a plane crash in Taiwan. And some people were saying that it was a hoax. Other people... Because most people at the time thought... Most of these events were fake. But then there was this other group who was saying no... This event was real. You can't say this is fake. You're going to destroy the truth movement. You're going to make us all look crazy. You have to stop doing it. And if you keep if you keep saying it's fake, then you've been sent by the CIA to infiltrate the truth movement and make us all look bad. And it became a a, a big problem and the whole thing was cut right down the middle. And uh you know what I did, folks? Cuz both groups wanted me to join their team and it was actually if you want to know more about this go to johnthebond.com I've got an article about this about what happened and I've got like I said I've got the documents I've got the receipts I can show the proof of what actually happened because I kept copies of people's videos I kept copies of my own and I downloaded other people's so even when they deleted their channels or their channels got deleted I set up the copies so I can tell you I can show you what people were saying and doing and I can show you how they tried to involve me even though I didn't say that I thought the event was fake or I thought the event was real I played it smart, yeah. Cool hand Luke style. I was like, I can see where this is. Dude, one of them, I won't say who, but one of the biggest names in the so-called truth movement at the time called me on the phone. I was at work. I was at my desk job. I was at my menial, um, like, what would you call it? Like, yeah, it was in an office, but it wasn't wasn't, um, fancy. It wasn't like I was an accountant or a lawyer or anything. Just a menial, entry-level dude sitting at a computer, and to be honest, not really working that much, because most of the time there wasn't much work to do. It was a pretty sweet job, to be honest with you. Kind of wish I could go back and do it again. And uh, I'm sitting there, and I get this phone call, and I won't say who it was, but I get this phone call, and he's like, Johnno, what's going on with this uh, this um, plane crash? And what's going on with this other guy saying that it's fake? You don't believe this, do you? And I'm just paraphrasing what he said, and I was like, mate, I'm at work. <laughs> Is this so important that you have to call? Now, in fairness, I wasn't busy at work. But is this so important you have to call me right now to discuss this? Like, anyway. I've got memories, folks. I've got... Uh, those were the fun times. We're, oh, yeah, so anyway, TwitWit was there back then. So it's great to see that TwitWit is still out there somewhere. In the uh, TwitWit is out there somewhere. All right. Who else is in the live stream? By the way, guys, if you're just joining us late, this is the Late Night Truth Lounge. I think this is the third episode. Don't quote me on that. It is October 23, 2023. I'm coming to you from beautiful Plavu, Bulgaria, I should say. This is your main man, John Le Bon. Been living in Bulgaria for almost three years now, is it? Hold on, when did I get here? End of 2000. Yeah, Yeah, almost three years I've been here. Wow, the time flies when you're quote-unquote having fun. And what could be more fun, folks, than taking part in the discussion here at the Late Night Truth Lounge, where I read out your comments I read out your live stream chats. I play your voicemails. I even read out your emails if you want me to. But so far, no one has no one has sent me an email saying, hey, JRB, read this out live on the air, which you have to do that. Unless it says read this out, I'm not going to do it. I just like to err on the side of caution. And there's also a voicemail uh, facility, which people have, u- well, somebody has used, but I used their voicemail for a, for a different video, so there's no need to use it again. But if you go to johnlebon.com, it's there on the screen right now. I'll put a link in the show notes for those of you listening on delay you can leave me a voice message and I will play it live on the air for the next episode. How's that sound? We'll do it. So that's what I do here. I just like to get your thoughts and share with you my thoughts, look at the topics of the day, discuss them, hopefully have some fun. Every now and then, even have a cheeky frothy or two while I do it. Now, sadly, I'm not drinking tonight. I chose not to drink this weekend because I thought it would be good to take a break. So I am sober as a church mouse. And you know what that means, folks. It's when I am Sober at night time that my mind wanders to some uh, dark places. And I start to think about those poor little babies in the womb. Four months old, five months old, six months old. And there it is. Just sitting there peacefully, in the fetal position, growing, its little heart beating, safe and sound in its mother's womb. And soon it will be born into this world. And then all of a sudden and I'm not gonna do the sound, but like Imagine a high-pitched hissing sound like a train coming to you in a tunnel in the metro at 100 miles an hour. And the baby's getting all fucked up by this so-called ultrasound. It's actually radiation, folks. It's actually radiation. Oh, isn't it cute? He's moving. He knows that we're looking at him. Uh, It's not that he knows that he's looking at you. You're actually frying him in the womb right now. That's why he's moving. Mm. Yeah. That's the kind of stuff I think about when I'm sober of an evening. And maybe we'll talk about more of that later on in the show. That'll make Jenkins real happy. Yeah, yeah, boy. Where was I? Oh, yes, we were talking about the Late Night Truth Lounge. Oh, it's great to be here. Where else would you want to be? Benton, okay, so Benton in the live stream chat says, have Nathan call in. If you're talking about Nathan Oakley, Nathan is welcome to join me on the show right now. Unfortunately, he's not on my Discord server, but I will happily send him a link to join me how about not tonight? Because I think it would deserve more time than we can give it. It's already 2 o'clock in the morning here in beautiful Plovdiv, Bulgaria. But if Nathan wants to join me for next week's show or for the show after that or whatever, like we can organise something where Nathan can join me on the show. I've had a few um, interactions with him in the past and the vast majority were very pleasant. I think he speaks well. I think he uh, knows how to be polite when, when that is what is expected. Which, of course, when you're dealing with me on my shows... I like people to be polite and civil. I don't like this yelling at people. You, you're a, you're a, what's, what's the word? You're a globe head. No, you're a globe. no, I don't want this crap. I don't want that. But Nathan knows not to do that when I'm around on my show, just as I wouldn't do that to him on his show and accuse him of being whatever. So if Nathan wants to join me in some future episode, I think there'll be a lot of fun. So maybe I'll send him an email during the week. Or maybe he will send me an email, johnthebond123 at gmail.com. And if you think that you would be a good guest on this show, but you're not currently on the JLB Discord server, and you can't afford the low, low price of 299 AUD to join johnthebond.com for one year and get access to the server, if you're tight for money because you are too busy spending it on Netflix or on alcohol or on Uber Eats, or on uh, ladies of the night or on um, white powder that goes up the nose or whatever it is that you guys spend your money on. Tattoos, people love tattoos. Whatever it is you spend your money on. If if because of those uh, spending habits of yours, you can't afford the low low price of $2.99 to join JohnTheBond.com for one year, I can organize to send you a temporary pass to come and join me for one of these shows if you have something to say. But don't bother messaging me if you don't have a YouTube channel we you're already saying it. If, you're too, if if what you have to say isn't important enough for you to make a video and explain it to the world, why should I give you a free pass to this platform to come and speak those words? If you really believe what you have to say, why aren't you already saying it? And I don't mean that with any respects. I know lots of you listening don't have YouTube channels and you don't speak this stuff, and that's cool. Like, I think probably most of us are better off not doing that. Maybe I'll be better off not doing this. But what I'm saying is if you want to come on this show because you've got something to say, then I want to see evidence that you've got something to say. So where's that evidence? Oh, no, no, I only say it on your show. No, no, say it on your show first or make, do a video or something. You won't? Why not? A serious question. Serious question. Dave J says that the old FACO chats were the best. Yeah, I'm not so sure about that. Okay, guys, let's... I feel like every time I get closer to the bottom of the live stream chat... It's like, um, what's that game with the worm? You know the game I'm talking about? Snake, that snake game? Where you eat an apple and then the worm gets longer? I feel like every time I read out a comment, it's like eating an apple. It just makes the worm longer. I don't actually get to the end of this. But that's cool, guys. I'm so happy all these comments are coming. How many of you are there out there? It says we've got about 50 people watching live all around the world still. Goodness gracious me. Yeah, yeah, boy. Uh, let's see jlb is ace love me some jlb says nathan oakley that is lovely of you to say that nathan oakley i do appreciate it linda curtis says just got here jlb i just got here hello jlb hello to you linda curtis now i want to ask you a question linda hopefully you can tell me in the live stream chat i'll read out your reply was it you or was it somebody else about a year ago i was on a live i was on a fake or just audio chat and there were some people in there this is about a year ago." Okay, we're talking about October or November of 2022. And there were some people in there who were saying about talking about how the injections were causing a mass die-off. It was already happening. There were more ambulances out on the roads. That this person was claiming that they're seeing ambulances picking up bodies everywhere or some bullshit like this. And I went in there, and this is live on the end, it's recorded for posterity.facologist.com. I went in there and I said, guys, what the hell are you talking about? You're claiming there's a mass die-off going. What's your evidence for this? And do you see how if you're wrong about this if you're telling everybody about these injections killing everybody do you see how you're now putting the idea in people's heads that their mother or their father or their brothers or their partner or their friends or their work anybody who they know is taking the injection is going to die soon do you see how do you see how messed up that is if it turns out to not be true if you don't actually have solid evidence for this putting that idea out there is pretty messed up do you see and somebody was on the call who agreed with me, which was a pleasant surprise because a lot of people at Fakeologist will argue with me no matter what I say. I could say, this, I could say it's a beautiful day out there. They would say it's a horrible day. I could say it's a miserable day out there. They'd say it's a lovely day. It doesn't matter what I say, they'll argue because they're completely retarded. That's what I normally experience over at Fakeologist.com. But on this occasion, there was somebody else in the call. There was a lady who was in the call and she was like, I agree with This is They shouldn't be doing this. And I was like, good, I'm glad there's some sense here. But I don't know if that was you, Linda, or if that was somebody else. So please let me know in the live stream chat if that was you. And if that was you, let me say uh, kudos to you for being sensible enough to go against the over at fakeologist.com a year ago. We're now pushing this fear porn. This fear porn, this doom porn, this everyone's going to die from the injections, there's going to be a mass die-off. All of our crap was patently absurd and ridiculous. And we all made mistakes, during 2020, 2021, and I guess 2022 as well to an extent, none of us knew exactly what was happening. And so people had every right to express what they thought was going on. And, and if they were wrong, they were wrong. That's one thing. But where we were wrong, I think it behooves us to acknowledge that. And if we were wrong to a wide audience, at fakeologists or on our own YouTube or whatever, then it is incumbent on us to acknowledge that error to that audience, which is what I've done. I thought travel, maybe travel just stopped like um, planes and stuff just stopped. I was convinced that travel as we know it, this easy, or well, relatively easy, book a ticket online, turn up the airport with your passport, check in, get on the plane, go through that stupid security, you're on the plane, you go into a country. I was convinced that that was either never coming back or at the very least, not for a very long time. And in the end, it came back by, pretty much by early last year, by around, let's say around um, May, let's say March, April, May of last year, I want to say, travel started coming back again. And now it's, from what I can tell, pretty much back to normal. So I was wrong. I was wrong. My predictions about the future were wrong. And I acknowledge that. And I've been very public about that. Now, these people who were saying that there's going to be a mass die-off or that was already happening, where is their public acknowledgement that they were completely wrong and that they were spreading fear A very pernicious and poisonous kind of fear I might add where are these people saying you know what I got that wrong I got swept up in hysteria and I was helping promote the idea there's going to be a mass die off I was pushing the fear porn I got it wrong I got it wrong Where, where are people doing that I haven't heard them can someone please point me to them where are these people and if they won't acknowledge A. that they were wrong which there's nothing wrong with being wrong as long as you can acknowledge it and learn from it hopefully A, that they were wrong, and B, they were wrong about something pretty full-on. If I put the idea in your head that your mum or your best friend or your kid is going to die because they took an injection, if I put that idea in your head and I know that you're suggestible because you also are scared of the vaccines and I'm putting that idea in your head that those vaccines that you didn't take but your friends did or your parents did is going to kill them, that's a pretty fucked-up thing to do, guys. I don't know if you've thought about this, but that's... That's uh, pretty dicey-dicey, as they say. That's not a very good thing to do, folks. That is not a good thing to do at all. At all. And I never did that. I never fell for the injections that to kill people. In fact, I was pushing back against that from the beginning. I was one of the very few content creators in this corner of the internet who pushed back against this crap. Because, you see, there was a lot more money to be made pushing the fear, folks. A lot more clicks to generate, a lot more sales to make, a lot more donations to receive if you pushed the fear pawn, went along with the fear pawn, gave the scared masses something else to be scared about. I never did it, not once, because I could see the problems. What's the evidence that these injections are gonna kill everybody? Or even kill a substantial number of people? What's the evidence? I never saw it and I still haven't seen it because it isn't real. So for all of my flaws and mistakes, that's one thing that I can still look back on and have some sense of, um, maybe pride isn't the right word, but I'm glad that I can sit here and say, folks, here's what I said. Here's all the things I said. This particular thing I got wrong and I put my hand up and acknowledge that I was wrong. But that was a very minor thing. Here's this other thing that everybody else was wrong about. Almost everybody. And where are these people? Why don't they acknowledge what they did? Why? This is a serious question. I'm not being rhetorical here. This is a serious question. Every single person who told you that your parents or your friends or whoever the hell it is was now at risk of dying six months, a year, five years, whatever, from these injections, every single one of those people who effectively, whether they knew it or not, was playing a mind trickery game on you, a very, very deceitful one and a very... okay. They might have believed what they were saying. So the word deceit, I'm going to rewind that one. What they were doing, whether they were conscious or not, was bad. It is not okay to convince people that their loved ones are going to die soon. Unless the loved one is actually going to die. Which evidently wasn't the case. So where are these people acknowledging that? I'm not asking for a full me, a culpa. I'm not saying they should... Get on their knees and look up to the sky and say, I'm sorry for i I'm not saying that. How about just a simple acknowledgement that they were wrong? How about that? Let's start there. Why why haven't we seen that? Why haven't we heard that? I want to know why. Tell me in the live stream chat why. I want I want some explanations. And there are some of you out there, guys, I've got the I've got the documents, I've got the receipts, I know what some people were saying and the shit that they were putting out there and they you, they don't have to answer to me. But maybe there is a right and there is a wrong in this world. Maybe there is such thing as karma. Maybe there is an objective judge and if there is, maybe those people who bought into and helped propagate the fear porn, maybe they might want to consider doing something about that. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. All righty. Dino Mac says, Plovdiv wasn't as bad for stray cats as Istanbul was. So Dino Mac is, I guess he is telling the world or kind of telling the world that he was with me. I went to Istanbul with old mate Dino Mac over there. Later on, we went to Germany and to France, met a bunch of the members from JohnTheMon.com. It was epic. And he's saying that he didn't see as many stray cats in Plovdiv as he did in Istanbul that's a fair call actually there was heaps of stray cats in Istanbul but like maybe it's um a seasonal thing though Dinamak like maybe like I'm telling you there's kittens all over the joint now including a, a pack of three of them a little group of three of them that hang out one of them's black one of them's white and one of them's um, ginger the full that's pretty much the full book isn't it and uh, they hang out together it's so cute and adorable I think they're street cats maybe they've only been born like like a month ago or something so maybe when you were here it wasn't baby cat season yet and maybe it's a different baby cat season in Istanbul. I don't know I've got no idea I'm just speculating who knows alrighty Elliot Chase says rest in peace Edna Cintron." I have no idea who that is Nathan Oakley says did you all smash and share did you all smash the share button shared on Facebook and X thank you Nathan if you if it was you who led to that little spike up to 70 uh, live viewers earlier on I appreciate that if that's the case, we I think we should organise a late night truth lounge, not a debate about the shape of the Earth. Although we should discuss we should discuss your latest uh, work with the uh what's it called? Flat Earth what's it called? F E Debates? What are you up to now? Episode number one thousand three hundred and thirty three? Whatever you're up to, I know you've been doing these shows pretty much nonstop since uh since Flat Earth became a thing. Well twenty 20- I think you started your show in about 2016, actually. you were At the time, you were slightly late to the party, but compared to most Flat Earthers today, you were one of the OGs, really. And uh, So you can come on and talk about what you discuss with your friends on the, the Flat Earth show. And for those who don't know this, Nathan Oakley over here, his show was mentioned by a guy called uh, Eddie Bravo. Eddie Bravo was a very successful martial artist, and he now runs a, a very successful worldwide brand of... Um, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu dojos, academies, right? And he's obviously a very good friend of Joe Rogan. And one time, I think it was on Eddie Bravo's own podcast, he was talking about this guy, and he, I'm going to, this is not, a, this is not a, um, an impersonation of Eddie Bravo, but I'm going to try and speak the way that he speaks, right? Again, it's not an impersonation because I can't really do good impersonations. I can't. I wish I could, but I just cannot. So this is not an attempt at an impersonation, but I'm going to try and copy his um, mannerisms of the way he speaks Eddie Bravo this was about I want to say I was in Thailand I was in Chiang Mai when this happened so this must have been this must have been the beginning of 2020 just before the corona shit that's when I was in Chiang Mai so we're talking the best part of four years ago all of a sudden on an Eddie Bravo podcast he's like there's this guy you've got to see him he destroys all the Globers yeah he destroys them this Nathan Oakley guy right yeah So Nathan Oakley over here got uh, props from Eddie Bravo, who as I've said before, there are not many men in this world who I haven't met, but I can say that I respect. There are some men who I've met who I respect, but if I haven't met them, why would I have any um, positive affinity towards them, can we say? Eddie Bravo is one of the few because of his success in Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. He, he He defeated a Gracie, which back in the day, was almost unheard of, and he did it, phenomenal. And then he um, he's built himself a successful business, I respect that. And then despite all of his success, he's still happy to say stuff like, North Korea is a hoax, or maybe the earth isn't a ball, look into it. That That's three big green ticks for me. So I'm a big Eddie Bravo fan. I don't listen to his podcast though. I tried to get into it maybe a month or two ago, and just like the Joe Rogan show now, You can't just download it. You've got to play it through an app. And I don't like doing that. So if anybody knows where you can get Eddie Bravo's uh, podcasts and just download them, I'd be happy to pay... I'd be happy to pay for the Eddie Bravo show. I'd be happy to pay for a yearly subscription. No problems. So long as I can download the episodes to my computer and to my phone. But as far as I know, you can't do that with Eddie Bravo. So I'm not actually a listener of his podcast, but... I am a big fan of his work, yeah, yeah, boy. Gigi Abilin says that Elon can't grow a beard. I did not know that. Cheesy Cool says that we are hypercarnivores. We? I'm not so sure about that. Nathan Oakley says, I found out today that a rainbow gecko becomes a vegetarian after it is fully grown. They get all the protein for growing, then stop eating meat. That is cool. If that is true, that is really cool. Very interesting. My crazy truth, Uncle Dave J says there is only one unforgivable sin, and that is the false witness of death. You know what, folks? This is a perfect opportunity for me to take a break. As you can probably tell, my voice is going. It's going. It's uh, not in a good state right now. I need a drink of water. I've been going for two hours. How long have I been going for? Okay, an hour fifty minutes, non-stop, and I haven't had a drink of water. So that's why my voice is starting to struggle. So what we're going to do is, I'm going to play a little clip, a little interlude, a little in-between thing of, let's have a look here. What's it called? Ah, you know what? I've got a better idea. I'm going to go to my website. Let's go to JohnTheBond.com and type in veteran. Check this out, folks. You're going to love this. Type in veteran, and then what comes up? Hmm. Navy veteran dismantles the war veteran hoax. What's all this then? This is from September 2018. We're talking more than five years ago, folks. Right now, the news is all about this supposed conflict that's going on in the Middle East, blah, blah, blah. Okay, that's great. Five years ago, and even before then, I was chatting with my crazy truth uncle, Dave J, and he was explaining why he doesn't believe in war. So let's play just a couple minutes of this when I get back. We'll go through the rest of your live stream comments, keep them coming through, and then eventually I'll get to my rundown that Jenkins sent me about talking about Mr. Beast, Uh, yeah, by the way, guys, let me know in live stream chat. What do you think about this Mr. Beast as an AI uh, person? What do you think about that? Honestly, serious question. Then we'll talk about, um, oh yeah, Pallywood. I was meant to talk about that. And uh, there was some other topic. I forget which topic it was. We might talk about that as well. But for now, let's listen to my crazy truth, Uncle Dave. Now, by the way, this video is too hot for YouTube. They deleted it. But guess what, folks? I've got the backups. I've got the copies, I've got the receipts, I've got the documents, and I've got this one re-uploaded to my own platform. You see, because I have JohnTheBond.com and I have people around the world who support what I do, I can afford to just host my own content no problemo. And that's what I do with this video. Check this out. This is Dave J. And for the record, the first voice you're about to hear is Dante from New York, who has been a member of JohnTheBond.com since, well, since it started, since 2016. So. He's been a long-term member, long-term supporter, excellent supporter, do appreciate it. And he was on the member call that we had when Dave J was the guest. So you're about to hear Dante from New York ask Dave... And Dante is sceptical about this uh, war hoax idea. And quite rightly so, we should be sceptical about these things. Like, what is the evidence? What is the evidence that war is real? What is the evidence that war is a hoax? Why is Dave J saying that nobody died, nobody got hurt? So the first voice you're going to hear is... Uh, Dante from New York, who was on this member call when we had Dave J as a guest. Then you'll hear my crazy truth Uncle Dave J's response. Take a listen to this.
2: With regard to nobody died, nobody got hurt in these wars, what do you say to people with, like, not just on TV, but let's say Vietnam veterans or purported World War II, you know, guys that have wounds or, like, I, I don't know where they received them because I wasn't there, but whether they're in wheelchairs, whether they have shrapnel, um, you know, I've if, if like the Wounded Warrior Project, things, thing, those charities of that nature, I, I, are they all crisis actors? I mean, I'm just curious as to
3: no, no, they're not crisis. What you have is you have with the military, you have a large population of people, and with any large population of people. Especially men and the 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 type of work that that military does, which is really construction and fast moving construction in very dangerous work environments you 're going to have a lot of accidents you 're going to have uh, illnesses you 're going to have uh, deaths in the whole nine yards however it 's not from war it 's not from two opposing armies shooting at each other that 's the difference so y- people get quite confused that, that it, it war is a hoax and when i say war is a hoax i mean the what when i say war that idea that, that popped into your head that there's opposing armies facing each other and shooting each other and fighting and bayoneting to the death that's a lie that didn't happen and if somebody comes up to me and says that they were doing it i'm gonna say that you are in fact a liar you know you're a liar you are a false witness to murder however if you say that you got hurt in a jeep accident you know, or that you got, uh, you know, this, that, or the other thing. Yeah, fine. So what? You can, that can happen in any town, USA, or wherever else you're at. Because you're dealing with a very large population of men who are moving, and mostly men, I should say, and uh, moving around and doing a lot of dangerous work and, and living and breathing in, in, you know, in outdoor environments, especially in the snow and everything else. So, yeah, you're going to have uh, frostbite and things like that again. That's not or, right? Right. What, what
2: about the uh, like injuries to that look at least appear to be from explosive devices or from from gunshot wounds, not
3: like construction? Not that I've seen. No, not that I've seen. You have uh, you have. Well, when we used to throw grenades in the Philippines we had we used to throw grenades and things would fly onto us you know if we didn't throw them far enough enough and other things so there's there is a chance that you can get hit uh, from ricochets from friendly fire from all kinds of other stuff because especially if you're doing live fire exercises accidents can happen I, I think I need to explain this again to you the idea that you have two opposing armies facing off to each other and shooting to kill each other that is in fact a lie anyone telling you that that happens is in fact a liar and guess what those people those old those so-called world war two vets and world uh, I, I knew him at the va because i i have a, a back injury so it's because i fell on the ship and i i broke my neck and back all right I th- that wasn't during a war however it was during a so-called campaign time but anyway so i go to the va from time to time they send me a, to go in and have it checked out so i i go in, i check it out and you have these these so-called vietnam vets sitting around there and you know what they say they talk to each other they're like all right, man what when were you in i uh, was in this year that year and that oh you must have seen some shit huh oh yeah i've seen some shit all right man see you later
0: i love this part dave J then says and that's all they have to say to each other because if they tried to say any more, they would be lying.
3: That's their, that's their conversation. Because they know if they had to actually give detail to their conversation, they couldn't. Because they couldn't keep their story straight. Because they would be lying. So that's what you hear. Oh, I, you must have seen some, yeah? Oh, yeah.
0: And he says, he said I haven't seen this one for a while. He says something like, um, these guys at the VA wearing their ball caps Why are you wearing your ball cap? What were you doing in the army? Oh, you worked in logistics. You were a truck driver. You were were moving around boxes. Yeah. Yeah. So why are you wearing that ball cap?
3: I saw some shit. That's what you hear, man. And then you have the, then you have, you have the, the, um, the professional veteran, the one who wears this, the veteran hat and the, the, uh, the army fatigues and stuff and sits around the VA hospital yeah, what'd you do? I was doing logistics. So you, you, you drove around a truck and dropped off boxes and shit, right? That's what you did. Oh yeah. Yeah. But you know, I was, I was in the Mekong Delta and stuff. Yeah. Dropping off boxes and stuff, right? Oh yeah. So why are you sitting around in a VA center with your little ball cap on acting like you're some sort of hero?
0: That's brilliant. And, uh, that's a clip from the episode. So that's from September 2018, that's one of over 100 member calls. In fact, there's 130 if you include the Sometimes Record series, which was a member call series. It's slightly different back in 2020. It had a different format, but same idea. Myself and a bunch of members get together. We chat about a whole bunch of different topics. Sometimes we'll focus on a movie review or a book review. Sometimes we'll focus on a certain news story, just a certain idea. It doesn't really matter. And then we'll, I'll record that, and then I'll spend time editing it to get rid of the dead air, to balance the audio, to make it sound nice and schmick. I'll insert video clips, audio clips if I have to, whatever, for a professional production. There's 130 of those at johnthebond.com, including that one. In fact, that one is available for free, so I'll put a link in the show notes below. There's about, there's maybe 10 pieces of content at johnthebond.com that are there for free for people to check out. That's one of them. So you don't even need to sign up to the website. But if you like that kind of thing, you might consider joining johnthebond.com for the low, low price of $299 AUD, which is about $150 US. No, it's $200 US. Yeah, it's $1.5 AUD to a USD yeah so for 200 bucks you get access to that the rest of the archives and johnthebond.com including the discord server for 12 months that is the best deal in town if I do say so myself so thank you very much to Dante for that question to Dave J because I think Dave J's little monologue there was epic now I'm not endorsing everything that Dave J says and does and I really don't like it how he goes around causing problems for people like Tim Osman, Les Luther and others I don't like it I don't endorse it And I wish my crazy truth, Uncle Dave J, would stop doing that kind of crap. But that, in my mind, that's one thing that doesn't take away, or at least I wish it wouldn't take away from the good stuff that he did, especially back in the day, because that was an all-time classic. And so that little clip, I took that clip from the episode, then I inserted a bunch of uh, videos and photos of war and war fakery, what have you. And that got literally maybe 10,000 views, I can't remember, between 5 and 10, I would say, maybe more even before YouTube pulled it. But then I just uploaded it to my own channel. And uh, that's exactly what I've done. So, johnthebond.com, go and check it out if you like that. Now, what I'm gonna do, time is running out. How long have we been going for now? Let's have a look here. Been going for about two hours. People are messaging me on my Discord server. Hold on, someone's messaged me. Let me just see what it says. Never thought I'd see JLB reviewing a Mr. Beast video. That comes to me from my old friend Ethan from TATT, who's the first guy that I ever podcasted with back in 2014, has left a comment on my uh, Discord saying that he never thought he'd see me reviewing a Mr. Beast video. Because you see, Ethan's a lot younger than I am. And so when we first started hanging out and started podcasting, I was like, I was, well, I was a lot older than him, you know, and I was always a little bit out of touch compared to him or at least that's how he felt and he was probably right and he's especially right now I am completely out of touch so this must be very amusing to him to see uh, his old boomer friend JLB talking about Mr Beast yeah it's crazy Ethan I didn't see this coming either I did not see this coming and I definitely didn't expect somebody um, very intelligent very thoughtful people to say apparently unironically that they think that Mr. Beast is a fake character. Ethan, tell me. I know you're out there. I know you can hear me. Tell me what you think about this Mr. Beast's AI theory. Have you heard it before? What do you think about it? Because me, if somebody's putting it out there as a a way to explore the idea that we don't know how far AI has come, that's cool. I like it. If someone says to me that they truly believe that Mr. Beast is a fully AI creation, I think to myself, okay, that's cool. Myself and this person have a... We're coming at this from very different frameworks. And there's nothing wrong with that, but as I get older and as I hopefully get a bit wiser, I'm being more appreciative of how I have to be cognizant of how what I think is skepticism and um, and what have you is, is very different to other people's frameworks, which is not to say that mine is better or worse. It's just, you know, I might agree with somebody that the uh, the so-called... You know, P A N D M I C was a hoax, and somebody else might agree with that. So we feel like we've got a common um, ground. But if that person also says to me, "Oh yeah, by the way, Mr. Beast is an AI character," I'm really confident about it. I'm like, just as confident as you are that the pandemic wasn't a thing. Yep. Okay, see, all right, And, and I feel I feel this exact same way about all the people pushing this tranny shit. I didn't realize how far these people had gone with this tranny shit. Right, And I'm not going to go over that again in this episode because it's it's by the by a bit. Once I realized how far people were going, they weren't just putting the idea out there, how do we really know that Michelle is a woman, blah, blah, blah. No, they'd fully gone off the deep end and now they're accusing Anna Schwarzenegger and they really believe that Anna Schwarzenegger is a woman. I was like, okay, this is this is not where I, this is not the environment that I want to be in. You know what I'm trying to say? These people have some, uh, we're on very different paths in our investigations, if I can put it that way diplomatically, you know now I see this mask thing has taken over uh, Reddit conspiracy a very popular forum on Reddit one of the biggest conspiracy, possibly the biggest conspiracy forum in the English speaking world, I would suggest just in the last maybe month or two, as far as I can tell the idea that Joe Biden is wearing a mask, that is now totally mainstream in conspiracy, and like not as a thought experiment, as hey I think maybe Biden's wearing a mask, or it looks, no, it's actually, no, he's wearing a mask, this is fake. And I'm like, this confidence that people have when they put, th- there's something that doesn't, I'm not really sure about this, you know what I'm trying to say? Like, if I say with a lot of confidence, for example, that there never was a uh, Library of Alexandria, this burning Library of Alexandria is a hoax. If I come out and say that, with confidence, which I do, that's because I've spent literally hours and hours and hours looking at the evidence for this story and piecing together, okay, this is what they say today. They, they, they supposedly their source is this other book from 50 years ago. and I trace my way right back and I discover that there are no actual primary sources. And so this is why I say with confidence that the Library Valley Century never existed. When other people say with the same level of confidence stuff that they have no way of knowing, that it is just speculation, I find myself thinking, okay, there's nothing wrong with them believing that but I'm just trying to come at this from from what I call skepticism which is meant to be based on evidence. And, And some of the stuff I hear people saying about trainees or masks or in this case some dude is a fully AI creation. They could be right about that. They could be right about any of those things. But the level of confidence that I hear people speaking with when they it, there's something... I, I need to spend more time thinking about this is, is kind of where I'm going with this. So Ethan has replied in my live... in my um, call-specific chat. He said, uh, it's hard to say he's a fake creation when tens of thousands of people have met him. Was Joe, Have tens of thousands of people met him? Was Joe Rogan interviewing an AI bot when he went off to his show? I didn't even know Mr. Beast had been on Joe Rogan. Is Rogan AI? Oh, dear. Now, if someone comes to me and says that Rogan is AI, I'm like, okay, that's it. That now we're really this this is not the uh, environment I need to be in. That's a very good question, Ethan. Are people claiming that Rogan is AI? I hope not. Maybe I don't want to know actually. Ethan says that that's where we start getting a little bit disconnected. I would say I'd say once at the Mr Beast level it's that's really happened. But the skepticism is good. We should always question whether they are real or not. Yeah, I'm totally cool with that. Someone says to me, hey, man, is it possible that Mr. Beast is an AI creation? I'm like, man, I hadn't even thought of that. You know, come to think of it, I've never met the guy. My only interaction with him is through the screen. They, I think they do have the technology to get away with something like that. I don't know what their motive might be, but that doesn't mean they're not doing it. Yeah, I reckon they could. Or if they can't fake Mr. Beast yet... Maybe in ten years they could fake something like, yeah, that's that's really interesting thought. That's a very thought-provoking question, right? That's different to me to someone saying, "Mr. Beast is," I'm really confident he's AI, and that's the distinction I'm making. Like the nuance between exploring ideas as a thought experiment, and then maybe even thinking, "I think he's probably AI, but I don't know," versus, "No, he's AI," or, you know, this um, this particular celebrity, there's something about him I don't. He's meant to be a man, but I think it might be a woman. I'm guessing that's a woman. There's a difference between that and Arnold Schwarzenegger is definitely a woman. I would bet my children's lives on it. Do you see the difference? And that's that's where the last few months I've just been trying to uh, be more cognizant of what I'm listening to, who I'm talking with, and trying to get to the bottom of what they really believe. Because so much is lost in communication. Sometimes we can say things that if someone says it back to us, we can think to ourselves, actually, I can see why I came across that I was saying that, but here's what I actually meant. So I'm trying to get better at just, when I hear stuff, being okay, do you, the way that you just said that, like, you know, it's true. Do you really believe that? Or are you just putting it out there? It's like, I need to know where you're coming from here because that's very important to me, very important to me, which is not to say that uh, anybody out there, for all I know, Arnold Schwarzenegger is a woman. I really doubt it. I really doubt it. For all I know, Mr. Beast is a fully AI creation. I doubt it, but it's possible. So if if people have that opinion, that's cool. I just need to know where they're coming from and how confident they are, it's important to me. Alrighty, now Kenner. Kenner is also in my Discord in the lives. How come you guys are commenting here and not not in the live stream chat on YouTube? Kenner says, another thing about Mr. Beast is his internet footprint goes back years and you can see his evolution. He started out as a standard Call of Duty commentator using a shitty mic and no camera and he's uploaded for years. Yeah, how long ago was that though, Kenner? When did he start doing these um, Call of Duty videos? Like, I, I honestly don't know. Did he start two years ago, 10 years ago? I don't know. One of the things that I was discussing with some people and I'll talk about this in a moment was how Mr. Beast, I'd never heard of this guy until I heard that he was the biggest YouTuber. I'd never heard of him. Or if I had heard of him, I don't remember hearing about him. And all of a sudden, I find that he's the most popular YouTuber. And I was like, I thought PewDiePie was. And then I, I read this whatever article I read or whatever tweet it was was saying that Mr. Beast was the most popular. I'm like, who? Who is this Mr. Beast? So he he just sprung into my reality all of a sudden. But that doesn't mean he wasn't legit for a long time. So let's have a look here. Kenna has sent me this um this thing, let's go to this. You guys can see this in the live stream. 2017. Okay, so we started what? Let's say he started 2016. That's two years after I started podcasting, by the way. Two years after I started podcasting. And what, now he is, he's getting 100 million views on a video. I, I will say this. I'm very confident that Mr. Beast and people like him. I can't say definitively Mr. Beast specifically, but I can say this. There's a lot of YouTube content creators who get very popular all of a sudden and they have full-on agencies behind them. A lot of YouTube channels now are just the modern version of TV shows from 30 years ago. In the past, you would have production houses that would create uh, TV shows, right? They would do the casting and the scripting and they would organize the production facility, the whole lot and then it would be broadcast on networks. Now the network is YouTube and the production house are these and these agencies are working with YouTubers and they will pretend to be uh, legitimate, organic, whatever. But actually there's a whole team behind them and they'll have a, a strong um, promotional team. They'll have deals with YouTube to be promoted, what have you. So even if Mr. Beast is a real person, which I'm guessing that he probably is, I'm, I'm pretty confident, but I, but I don't know for sure. I've got no solid evidence that he is. He could be fake. But let's just say that he is a real person, which would be my inference. That doesn't mean that I think that he's achieved this level of success entirely organically. But then again, maybe he has. What would I know? But yeah, if he started in 2016, uh, what's that? What are we now? Twenty seven years. I mean, look at that. He had 10 million subscribers within... Let's have a look here. Let's zoom in on this little graph he had 2 million subscribers he had 10 million subscribers within 2 years come on Kenna that's bullshit mate. like you know actually let me rewind that because Kenna I don't know what Kenna's saying with... Kenna might might be agreeing with me Kenna let me ask you do you think some guy just organically achieved 10 million so- subscribers in 2 years without any uh, third party help I guess it's possible I guess it's possible like I'm not I'm not saying it's definitely not possible, but what's my bet? If you give me even money right now, is Mr. Beast just some dude who wanted to stream Call of Duty and suddenly become the most popular YouTuber in the world? Or is he some guy who was assisted by some kind of agency? And I don't mean, by agency, I don't mean CIA agency. I just mean um, these companies who do this with streamers and with YouTubers and TikTokers and a whole lot, if you give me even money, he's completely organic. Or he's been um, assisted and boosted by third parties. If you give me even money, I'm I'm betting whatever is left in my account on the uh, on the assistance is what I would say. Not by the way, not that this is a criticism of Mr. Beast or anybody else. Like, good on him. You know, I'm just trying to establish there's there's different things going on with all of this. Different things going on. Yes, indeed. All right. Okay, Ethan says that he had an account from two thousand nine, but he deleted that one. Ah, I see, I see. Okay, then, well, yeah, if he was on YouTube in two thousand nine, this was this was back way before me. Even I was there in two thousand fourteen when I started my stuff. So, when did YouTube start? Probably only a couple of years before that. So, this is back before the algorithms had changed. Okay, see now that cha- see now the evidence has changed, I'ma change my opinion. If he has uh, been YouTubing since 2009, could he have achieved enough organic growth to reach uh, high numbers? And then, once he reached those numbers, had other parties come on board to help with promotion, marketing, production, etc.? Yeah, okay, that, that seems more reasonable to me then, if that's the case. Interesting. Very interesting. Kenneth says, the line starts at 2012. I'm sorry for misreading the, uh, the graph there. It's not the most high resolution graph, I have to say. Kenneth says, that's a good question. YouTube and management companies are huge players in the space that can make or break careers. Definitely, on that we agree. Now, let me go back to my live stream chat. About 46 people watching live right now. Guys, I am going to do my best to read your comments for the next 10 minutes and then we need to wrap this up. There was so much I wanted to talk about today, but time has gotten away from us once again. I want. Oh, by the way, before we get to that, uh, I was talking about this uh, Mr. Beast, you know, is this guy real or fake? Speaking of which, we're at the million-dollar house. Which technically means you
2: need to be a millionaire to buy this house. Let's show you how a millionaire lives. My first...
0: Okay, that's right. Which, for this guy, if he's as rich as they say, him going to a million-dollar house is him going to a peasant house. It's kind of funny when you think about it. Anyway, if you like the idea of exploring questions such as how far does AI go? Could they fake a character like this? If they can't do it now, could they do it in ten years? How will we know when we get there? That kind of thing. Then I recommend for you Realize Radio. I'll put a link in the show notes below. I've been a patron of Realize Radio for I don't know how long. I think I think more or less since they started, I'm not sure. But for a long time anyway. And I highly recommend it. And so I heard that idea about Mr Beast. I I was listening to one of their podcasts uh, very recently. And they have uh, they do like maybe once or twice a week, they'll do a show. It's hosted by a lovely lady from uh, Texas, I think she lives in, and a really cool dude from, I think he's from Manchester. He's got that cool Mancunian accent. I think it's Manchester. Anyway, they, they do this great show where they just sit there and chat about all kinds of topics and it's really bubbly and fun. It's something that, if I'm being honest, I'm not very bubbly or fun not compared to these guys anyway so if you like people who just explore different ideas and topics what have you and then they have like maybe once a month or so they have their own member hangout get together and you can just chat about whatever you want to chat about with them it's a good positive bunch of people i would say too good and too positive for me because if i'm here on a sunday night and i'm sober as a church mouse i'm probably gonna be thinking about or if people ask me questions and i answer them honestly that might You know, like if someone says to me, Hey, JLB, what do you think this place is? Where do you think we live? Is this a material realm that's real? And I might reply something like, Well, this is the realest place that I have access to. So whether it's a simulation or it's a dream or it's a video game, this is as close to real as I think I'm going to get. So I try to treat this place like it's real. And and then then this leads to a, a philosophical discussion about how we live our lives and and then I start talking about how well if I'm going to be judged for my life, you know, I hope that I've I hope that I've been a good person. But I know that I've done some bad things too. So maybe I'm, you know, maybe I'm not going to be judged well. Or maybe there are things that I'm doing that I don't even realize are bad. Only at the end will I find out that I messed up. What if I get to the end and the guy at the pearly gates is saying, uh, "You discovered that the babies are being mutilated, the, the little baby boys are being mutilated, every day." and you didn't stop, you didn't stop one, you did not, you did not stop one baby mutilation, even though you knew it was happening, you fail. You have failed the test of life, you're out of here, right? Which is the kind of thing that I might respond to that kind of question about, you know, where do we live, why are we here, Etc. Which can then lead to a whole dark discussion about, you know, how babies are being mutilated every moment as we speak. There's another baby being mutilated in the most heinous fashion. It's really uh, full on. Well, you see, that, that's just me answering questions honestly that you know in an environment of 20 people who are just there to have fun maybe 30 people who are just there to have fun and and uh, Rambo and HV are very fun people maybe I don't belong like next time I join one of their group chats I might just go on mute and stay there and just listen to them because they're fun people interesting people I don't want to bring them my energy that can be a little bit yeah, you know, I mean, th- this is one of the reasons why I'm not defending it, I'm not justifying it. I'm just saying, one of the benefits of having a couple of frothies is you're feeling good, you're feeling the vibe, and your mind wanders away from some of these realities of our world. But when you're sitting there, all alone, and it's five degrees outside, Celsius, 40 degrees Fahrenheit, and you're sober as a church mouse, haven't had a drink in a week, and someone says to you, what do you think about this world? And your mind is like, well, I've discovered some things. Oh, tell us more. Well, I would really rather not tell you. Now, come on. Ah, oh, well, they're mutilating babies right now, as you speak. And we're not stopping them. Nobody's going to stop them. And, uh, and that's why I don't really believe in everybody else's conceptions of morality because unless and until we stop the baby mutilation, then we're all, we're all just blowing hot air. This is bullshit. The babies are being mutilated right now. And, it, and it, it's not just the mutilation that's a problem. It's the long-term consequences that the people haven't worked out yet. Why do you think most people around us are so... I shouldn't say most. Why are so many people around us so clearly mentally ill? So clearly mentally ill? Is it possibly because they were traumatized at the most uh, vulnerable time of their lives in the most horrific way and a part of their soul has been forever affected? That's not the kind of energy people want on a Sunday night when they're just hanging out, man so if you want positive energy if you want fun and laughter and interesting thought exploring ideas go to realize radio i'll put a link in the show notes below i highly recommend it it'll cost you a few dollars to join if you like it after a month stay if you don't like it leave but i would definitely recommend to them especially if you like exploring ideas that maybe be a little bit too far for old john lebon the world's getting skeptic not as not as into this uh more extreme stuff but if you are RealizeRadio.com, go and check it out. Link will be in the info box below. Now, what I was meant to talk about tonight was uh, Mr. Beast and AI. I think we did that. I was meant to talk about Pallywood. We didn't do that. But if you go to JohnTheBond.com, I've got this piece. It's called Don't Gaza Light Me, bro. Do not Gaza Light Me. And uh, I explain what I've discovered about Pallywood, which is... I still can't really... um. I feel like I've let myself down. The stuff that I discovered over the last week, I should have discovered four years ago when I was doing um, tangential work on this, shall we say. But I didn't dig deep enough then. Whereas this time I have dug deep enough. And what I have discovered has shaken me to the depths of my miserable soul. So I'll put a link to that piece. That's a, what is that, 90 minutes, two hours? I think it was two hours, that one. Oh no, that piece, ah. Oh, no, it is. That's only part one. It's 40 minutes. Oh, yeah, it is. It's two hours. It's a two-hour, two-part presentation available in both video and audio format. I'll put a link to that in the show notes below. That is only available to members of JohnTheBorn.com. So if you're not a member, you can't access that. But what you can do is you can do your own research. I'll put a link to Pallywood in the show notes below. This is available for free to anybody. Go and check this out. And if you go and do your own research, you'll probably... It might take a few hours, but you'll probably eventually discover what I've discovered. So... It doesn't matter if you're not a member of you can still, if you want to find out what I've found out, you can go and find it yourself. It's not that hard to find. It just takes some hours of research. Pallywood, man. It's, the reason why this is so relevant is because of what's supposedly happening right now in the Middle East. So I was meant to talk about that tonight. I'm sorry that I didn't, but I have already spent two hours on that a few days ago. So I think I've done enough on that. And uh, what else? I think we've covered everything we were meant to cover. So I'm going to read a few more of your comments. How long have we been going? Two hours twenty. Just a few more comments here at the Late Night Truth Lounge. Forty five people watching live all around the world. I can't read all of your comments. first what you can do is, if you want to, you can go and leave a, a voicemail at johnthebond.com. Just go to johnthebond.com, go to the right hand side, and you can leave a comment for free. If you record it, it'll let you play it back. If you don't like it, you can delete it, record it again once you're happy. Just press uh, the button, enter, or submit, or post, or whatever it says, send, whatever it says it gets sent to me and I will play your voicemail on the next Late Night Truth Lounge. Yeah, yeah, boy. Okay, just a few more of your comments, folks, and we need to wrap it up. Um, I'm a little bit concerned that there's three or four people who seem to have um, been posting one comment per minute, kind of drowning out some of the other commenters. Now, I do appreciate that people are leaving so many comments, but it's kind of like if you're in a, say you're having a that friendly little get-together at the restaurant, and you're meeting some people, and you know some people, but you're meeting others, and you're all getting to know each other. You don't want to be that guy who just doesn't shut up. You know what I mean? Or at least, I don't want to be that guy. And I don't want to be around that guy unless he is really entertaining. I think it's kind of the same in the live stream chat comments. Maybe one comment every few minutes is, is enough, I would suggest. But, ah, what do you know? We've all got our own uh, preferences and what have you. All right, so... Oh, they're talking about sullen stars, the flat Earth stuff. Oh, my goodness gracious me. What have I done? What have I done? All right. I'm just going to scroll through and see if I can find something interesting. Um, Mason Free says, if I wasn't so poor, I would subscribe to your website. Uh, send me an email, bond 123 at gmail.com and... Maybe we can organize a discount for you. If you're poor because you live in a poor, shitty... shouldn't say poor and shitty. If you're poor because you live in a country whose currency is very weak, which I do. I live in the Balkans. I live here in beautiful Plovdiv, Bulgaria. People don't make much money here. If a Bulgarian said to me, bro, I want to join your site, but I can't afford it. like We make no money. I'll be like, that's fair enough. We'll work something out for you, right? So if that's the reason, um, or if you're poor because you had three kids with a woman who then ran off and now two-thirds of your paycheck goes to Her because of the courts because you live in california or something hey you got my sympathy we'll work something out if you're poor because you just can't control your money and you're spending 80 bucks a month on a phone repayment for the latest iphone and you're spending 100 bucks a week on uber eats and you're spending two thousand dollars a year on haircuts and tattoos then probably you're not the kind of person who should be on my website in the first place. If, if you actually can't afford good things because you're too busy buying shit, you're probably not meant to be on my site. At this point in time, maybe in the future we can reconsider. It's all just Nathan Oakley and other people talking about Flat Earth now. Ah, <sighs> he's so
1: fucking... God, Flat Earth.
0: Numbi is talking about Flat Earth. YouTube is talking about Flat Earth. Oh, my God. Oh, there's no hope, folks. These people are not going to make it. Hey, Hilly's in the live stream chat. Hey, uh, Hilly. Uh, well, he posted something on our uh, Discord uh, yesterday, which is innocuous, but it's not my place to talk about it publicly. But he recently went and saw a, a comedian live and I wanted to hear how it went. And I also want to know, the comedian's meant to be a man. Are you convinced now that he's a man? And are you convinced he's real or is he possibly an AI creation? I ask the questions, you tell me the answers, is Hilly in the live stream chat. Yeah, yeah, boy look at all this live stream chat from the same three or four people talking about Flat Earth. I'm telling you guys, it's a sickness. I'm telling you it is a sickness. Flat Earth is a mind virus that takes over people's minds. I'm telling you right now, I saw it back in 2015 with my own eyes what was happening to people. I'm telling you. Look what they do. They come to people's live stream chats. There was some good chat going on and they come here and they flood it with their I tell you what. I tell you what, folks. This is why we can't have good things. I'll tell you right now, this doesn't happen over at the Realize Radio Discord and in their live stream chats or their hangouts. And it doesn't happen at the John the Bond website or in our Discord. We don't get this crap. We have a flat earth channel on the John the Bond Discord. And that's it. And And many people ignore it, like me. I just ignore it. Mind you, not many people post there anyway, but if they did, I just ignore it. I don't care. But look, these people will come and ruin an entire live stream chat with their shit because they're, they're gone. They've lost all sense of decency and right and wrong. It's a sickness, folks. It's a sickness. I'm telling you right now. That's I'm telling you right now. And I, I saw this back in 2015, folks. I saw what this did to people. And look, if you still, those of you who are like, oh, JLB, you're too harsh on the flat earthers, man. Okay, look what they've done. Do you think this is a one off? They do this all the time. And then they're not doing it to cause problems. That's the worst part of all of this. They're not trying to cause problems. They're, they're so far removed from reality, they can't even tell how to just act cool anymore. Right? I'm telling you, it's it's really, a, it's really a sad state of affairs, Jerry. It is a sad, sad state of affairs. It really is. And it's probably all my fault for, for being complimentary to Nathan Oakley earlier. I probably shouldn't have done that in hindsight. Nathan, if this is if this is your doing, I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. Getting these people over here. and Like, look, all the good people are gone now. They don't want to get involved with this crap. People moved on from Flat Earth a long time ago, Nathan. Now, I'm not criticizing you for not doing that. I understand that this is your passion and you make some money doing it, and that's cool. But these people look up to you. Why don't you say to them, Guys, don't go and ruin other people's chats with your Flat Earth shit. Don't do it. Don't do that. It's, it's impolite to do that. Yeah? These people look up to you, Nathan. Tell them not to do this again. Don't. I don't want to do it again. Alrighty. So we've covered a lot of stuff here, folks. I really appreciate all the people coming out, or well, most of the people coming anyway, to uh, take part in the chat. We've covered a lot of things. Do check those notes in the live stream chat. If you're not already on the JLB mailing list, I recommend you go and check it out. If YouTube uh, unpersons me again, which maybe they will, we don't know. If they do, I've got the mailing list there. If you're already on the mailing list, go and check your inbox. I sent you an email a couple of days ago. There's stuff in there that you need to see. So go and check it out. That was just sent to the mail list. It's, um, there's about a thousand people on that mailing list. And, uh, but if you're not already on it, go and join it. If you are on it, go and check your inbox, go and check your spam folder, important email. The first email I've sent in almost three months is waiting for you right now in your inbox, your spam folder, whatever. Go and check it out. And a big thanks to all the people who make this possible here at com. Many people making this possible at com. The members who make all this possible, the two latest members, by the way, passing through and everything is frequencies. Now, everything is frequencies has joined our Discord, which means that they got my email. But passing through only joined like yesterday. So passing through, if you see this, um, and you haven't received my email, you should have received it, But if you haven't, I can resend the Discord invite and all the other information that you need. Lots of important information in the welcome email that you get when you join johnlabon.com. So thanks to all the members who made this possible here at johnlabon.com. Thanks to the people for leaving their live stream comments. Most of you, anyway. There were some really good comments in there. Uh, A big thanks to everybody who's done good stuff and helped me. I appreciate it. Lots of people, whether it's just a comment, a lovely email, signing up as a member, whatever it is that they've done, talking about my work to others in a positive way, whatever it is, I appreciate it. And my final message, my final note is whether you believe in Mr. Beast AI or you don't, in case I didn't make this clear, I like the idea of exploring what do we know, how do we know it, and if there is deception going on, how would we know that? I love that. That's different to me to stating with confidence that you know something to be true when there might not be as much compelling evidence for it. And I hope I didn't offend anybody by making uh, those comments and by making this distinction. But this is where I'm coming from, guys. There's, a, there's only one topic I've ever kiboshed on my Discord server and that was the trainee shit, right? All of this, oh, he, he's a woman, she's a man. I was very patient for a long time, but I kiboshed it because I think it's gone way too far and there are people who are losing their minds. I want nothing to do with it. This AI thing, we're going to see over the next uh, few months, the next few years, a lot of people are going to become very confused and I think that just makes it all the more important to remain sceptical. What evidence do we actually have and how confident can we really be about our conclusions given the evidence that we've got? I am the world's leading sceptic for a reason, folks. At least that's what I call myself. If you know anybody who's doing better work than me, please tell me. I want to go and listen to them. Maybe I can learn from them. Really. Maybe they've got a kick-ass website and a really cool community of people who talk about these things. I want to go and join them and discuss... What do we know? How do we know it? That's what I do as the World's Ending Skeptic. Thank you very much. So let's go out right now. Oh, I said I was going to play a game. Okay, guys. I was meant to to use these lyrics during the show, but I forgot to. So this kind of spoils the fun a little bit, but let's try anyway. The first person to tell them... Actually, no. Let's play this game next week. Because right now the, the live stream chat is flooded with people who... I don't want within a 10-mile radius of my website. So we're not going to play that game today. And to all of you who are still flat earthers after all these years, I wish you the best. God love you. God bless you. Who knows? Maybe you're right about the shape of the world. I personally doubt it, but maybe you're right. But I hope you will consider what benefit are you doing yourself or your new belief system going around behaving the way you're behaving. What benefit are you doing? Do you think maybe you could be better than this? I think you could, guys. Maybe you could be better. Actually, I'll tell you the truth. I think you've got no hope. Prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. Please, prove me wrong. I think once you've become fully flat-earthed, some people can leave the flat-earth belief system, but the majority, it's over, man. Not going to make it. So on that happy note, everybody, let's go out with some more crazy Dave J. Check those notes in the show notes below check the links in the show notes below this has been John the Bond coming to you on October 23 2023 for like the third episode of Late Night Truth Lounge I'm John the Bond coming to you from beautiful Plovdiv, Bulgaria yeah yeah boy and uh, I might this again next week I might not if you want to hear more from me johnthebond.com johnthebond.com that's johnthebond.com and here is my crazy truth uncle crazy Dave J where is he is he somewhere Or is isn't he oh yes here he is here is a couple more minutes of my crazy truth uncle, Dave J. Thank you, everybody. Have a lovely day. Have a lovely evening. Have a lovely week. Take care of yourselves. Yeah, yeah, boy. A hee hee, Shimon. With regards to nobody died, nobody got hurt. How dare you? It wasn't a tent. It was this magnificent thing. I saw this plane come out of nowhere and reamed at the side of Twin Towers, exploding through the other side. And then I witnessed both towers collapse, one first and the second. Mostly due to structural failure because the fire was just too intense. Um, I think it'll do us. Bye-bye, everybody.
3: Stop it. And not only that, but they just buried some old fossil here in the United States, some John McCain guy. They just buried that corpse, so the news says. And then guess what? They're claiming that that guy was a POW, prisoner of war. And they give this guy all kinds of accolades because he was set, he, he, they, he told his captors, oh, no, don't send me home early just because my daddy is, is an admiral. You send home these other guys first. And guess guess how that, that story is told and how it's believable to all these people. Because they believe that guy was an actual POW in an enemy camp. And he's able to tell you that story because there were no other people to send home. Because there was never an offer to send him, home. Because he was never a POW. It's all a big gag. And that's how, guess what, he has to play this role now for the rest of his life. He gets to come home. He gets to become a congressman, a senator. He gets to, to live on the largesse of the people who idolize him. You would think that this guy, you know, single handedly, you know, is, is holding the country up on his shoulder. He's like this Atlas character. They're going on about this guy for days on end, you know? It, it's, it's sickening to me. It's absolutely sickening because if people took the time to look into this guy's history, they would find out he's a fraud. They're not sending people over to these far-off lands to, in fact, boots on the ground and to run headlong into in- and And if they get too close in their weapon cl- jams, to stick a knife into that guy and to twist it while they watch the life drain out of his eyes, just so they can come back and get a little ribbon pinned on their chest. And they get to sit around and tell their grandkids how much of a hero they are. The reason that they that they say oh you don't bring up that type of stuff in you know in in the so-called with old people and people of, and veterans is because you know you they don't talk about it because if they talked about it they would have to tell you that they were part of a lie and that the, that chest full of ribbons that they know for a fact was given to them for a lie because they know for a fact that they didn't run into enemy fire they weren't actually physically shooting at another person that they could see in their sights that just isn't how it happens. Everything up to that point, the arming, the giving out the bullets, the actual, all that stuff happens. They're just, you have what's called rules of engagement and rules of engagement keep people from doing things like that. Because if you're on one side and you right on my side, I'm going to say, okay, my guys are going to go to the left and we're going to, it's like a, it's like a ballet. It's a dance. It's an operation to where let's say in so called World War Two you have the Japanese who go onto an island and they man this island and they put their little dugouts and everything there and then let's say a month before the Americans are going to show up, they pack up and they move backwards to the to an island behind them. Guess what when those Americans show up and of course you watch the so called video of it you you and you see there's nobody shooting at them. You can see it if you just take the time to look, but then they, they, they are going to find remnants of Japanese encampments because they were physically there, but they were just never engaging each other, not in combat. It's all just a well-oiled machine because there are no countries fighting each other. There are so-called countries working with each other.